Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. You want my man mun to get up in you? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's no, your nickname, that's man. A, that's a new thing. That's like a that's a new uh, a new uh, a new uh, what's the thing when you're like really into something sexually? What is it? Uh, new fetish. 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 Yeah. Good fetish. word. <laughs> yeah. Word of the day. Man, this opening is even worse than the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and fighting out of the red corner. Did it? Wait. Did I give you the red corner? Yeah, yeah, that's two red we're corners. Both we're both. We're just tag teaming <laughs> right now. Everybody's <laughs> gonna be out of the red corner. And I think we're gonna. I think, I think we're gonna two, run out of corners. Me and two strokes. fighting. Me and out two of the stroke. yellow corner. <laughs> Drew corn on the cob Kissler. Yeah. It's because my. How'd you get that name? My dick has all these bumps on it. Oh. <laughs> okay. What does that have to do with your fighting? Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you think I fight? <laughs> you just oh. show people your dick and they're like, oh, God, and they run away. <laughs> hey, my, my uncle once told me a story that when he was a high school wrestler, there was a guy that smelled so bad from B.O., he just let him pin him. Oh really? Yeah, that's pretty good. So it's that's a pretty a solid good uh, tactic. Tactic. Yeah. Oh, dude, just I like your it. Dick out. Guys used to do that in high school, man. They used to take a mad shit before like wrestling meets. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was bad, terrible. <laughs> Been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and fighting out of the blue corner, Andy Levitation Liner. <laughs> a float, I guess. Levitation. <laughs> Wait, no. Why are you called levitation? Um, because of my high flying style. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're a, yeah. High, you're you're a UFC high <laughs> Jumping around in the UFC. <laughs> yeah. I jump on top of the cage and I do backflips and shit. Swanton bomb. You know, you know how those guys jump up like when they win? He just does that during the match. <laughs> That's right. One of my moves is like the Superman punch. I get up on the top of the cage and then come down like, yeah. like I'm AJ Styles, but then I turn it into Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know and what I'm saying? The other guy just takes one step back and you miss him completely. <laughs> <laughs> and fighting out of the purple corner, Matt. Two strokes. Two strokes to Zinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Two strokes to Zinsky. Uh, What's up, Matt? Not much, man. Welcome just, uh, to the show, Matt. Yeah, just enjoying yeah. the show so far. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of fun. Lots of fun from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting weird. Yeah. yeah. Hey, why do they call you Two Strokes? <laughs> it's better than his last name, Two Titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nobody we're even off. knows. The audience doesn't even know what we're laughing at. They're like, they have, they're totally in the dark with this. Yeah. 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 
But so you know, speaking okay. of, some speaking things, of, some things are just for us, audience. Speaking of being <laughs> in the dark, when you're put down, when somebody digs a big hole in the ground and you get thrown in it, it's really dark. Hey, tell us about that loophole with Brock Lesnar. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A little lost now. <laughs> Ex- explain. No, seriously, though. Before we started recording, we started talking about Brock Lesnar, and I told everybody to shut the hell up. But I am interested in, in what, the, what you guys are saying. So he's supposed to fight sometime soon, but there's something stopping him? Uh, so potentially he could fight, um, but... From what I understood, he had to uh, go into USADA testing um, and basically get into the testing pool for UFC fighters. And um, he had a suspension, so he would have to kind of serve the rest of his suspension out. And then once that's done, then he could get a fight. But apparently, like shorts, there is a loophole. What's up? What's what's the loophole, man? (laughs) Well, apparently, you can declare not to show your name on the USADA testing pool list. And um, right now, there's an unnamed fighter that's atop the list who's being tested for the last two months now. Oh, so, well, that's probably Brock then. Yeah, well, they're they're saying that he just came on after uh, after that whole announcement that DC or uh, Stipe might be fighting, you know, Brock Lesnar, whoever wins that fight. So, man, DC as in Daniel Cormier. Man, you nailed it. That's one of my favorite fighters. Maybe that, on my let's team. Let's shake that box. Let's shake the box. So what we're doing is we're doing greatest UFC fighters of all time. Um, this is going to be interesting because uh, I believe two of us are hardcores. One of us is like core, and then one of us is just co. <laughs> so yeah, and this game- could get weird. In the game of hardcore, I'm only I only have a CO so far, <laughs> so I'm winning. <laughs> well, well, since since Matt's our special guest, we'll let him pick the names. So this right. is the order. Oh, oh let's see let's see if he pulls his name first. No, nope. oh, James. James. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am so excited for this. Oh, He's going to pick the oh greatest my God, fighter ben Drew. Of Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And then me. Fuckface. Right. Fuckface. Yeah, he does. Damn it. He does listen. And then, you know, last but not least, you, uh, buddy. You know what? A-J-L. I have a clear-cut number one, and he's not going to go number one now. So this will be interesting. James, yeah. who you got number one? You have a clear-cut Greatest number. UFC fighter of all time. Greatest UFC fighter of all time. Well... Uh, well, I didn't even type the names out, but anyways. Waiting in bated breath. So, I'll tell you what. From everything I know about the UFC, which, man, I mean, you could just, like, my knowledge would fit on, a you know. Stand. Like a Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> One of those FBI microfilms. <laughs> Microfiche? <laughs> Microfiche, Um I really only know UFC from watching, like, you know the the face to face shit uh, and uh, interviews and things like that. I don't really. I don't. I'm not into UFC that much. Oh, so you know, you know UFC from the face offs and interviews. Yeah, from face offs. Don't, interviews. I, 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 don't I, I, lie. You know UFC from Chris Pat, Pratt's Halloween costume as Andy Dwyer in one of the episodes of Park and Recreation. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. go ahead with your first pick. Okay. Uh I'm just going to go with from the gut, straight from the gut. Maybe I don't know if he's one of the best, but 
I know he's entertaining as fuck. So Conor McGregor. Oh, you did. Wow. Know yeah. You so <laughs> I do know Conor McGregor. Yeah, I know. But you said the only guy you know is Chuck Liddell. So I thought that's where you were gonna oh, go. Oh yeah. Which was also Andy Dwyer's. Well, I know. Costume. I know more people. It's just that Chuck Liddell's the for only the only one that ever comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll hold off on the Ice Man, but yeah. uh, let me let me hear your uh, Connor take before. Uh, well, uh, we jump in. I was really excited with all that shit, but it was for a boxing match. It wasn't even for UFC, but you know <laughs> that match they had uh, uh, against what's his face Mayweather. Yeah, Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Who could can be considered the greatest boxer of all time? Too, too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he could be. Yeah, best yeah. De- best defensive yeah. boxer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, but I like going, how you said technically. Yeah. And, and I, I actually watched that fight, and I've seen Con. I think I've seen Connor like fight a UFC fight before. <laughs> yeah, we've we've ordered fight. I mean, I'm that, pretty sure I have. That, you know, that's one thing with him is. And what, what's really good about like what other people should be doing is he gets the outside people, and I think. In something like this, like, yes, he may not be the most technical, like you said, like the most technical, like his ground game isn't, you know, everybody says, you know, he's he's a better boxer than he is on the ground. But, hey, he talks people in to fucking, you know, if you're on a, if you're on a counter card, you're making more money. So, yeah. well, I just think it's red panty night. Yeah. yeah. I just think he's a fun guy, you know, yeah. like. The crazy shit that he gets into, and then didn't he like beat up a whole bus full of fighters and like, get, like <laughs> right. isn't he like he threw like a guardrail at a bus? Yeah, yeah. the old dolly. I think that yeah. that got blown because I, I swear to God, yeah. I read a story that he just beat up a whole bus well, full of his, fighters his like his it was team, some action movie. His team did. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I mean they didn't beat anybody up necessarily, but it was fun. Yeah, but yeah. it was a skirmish. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they knock one of the guys out of the fight that he was supposed to be fighting him? They well, knocked they knocked like him out of the people. fight because glass from the bus hit him. Oh, okay, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, so, okay. yeah. so yeah, it wasn't that's really. A, uh, that's the thing yeah. about Conor is he gets into so much shit that I even hear about him. Yeah, you know what I mean. So that is true. That's, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Plus, he's like a cool guy and he's fun to listen to and listening yeah. listening to him shit talk and he's he's yeah. he's. I mean, he's he's the Ric Flair of. Yeah. Of UFC where he can like yeah. you might not know anything about that, but you know who he is. You know the Connor you know the Connor McGregor drip. Yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Connor is here's the one thing you can say. Um while he should not be yet in the conversation for greatest UFC fighters of all time, mm-hmm. he is already the greatest UFC talker of all time yeah he's the greatest greatest ufc casual influencer of all time you know so so there is that aspect that well, is he's a part also the number one being pick. a ufc fighter he's also the number one pick on the draft pod's greatest <laughs> ufc fighter of all time so, I mean, that is true that is true i mean I, I'd, now, say, I'd say now connor he, is the uh he can make a, a case for himself now for being the greatest of all time because he's been chosen by somebody, there you go. There by somebody you go. who knows nothing about it. <laughs> I'm going to do this on the fly just to make it interesting. Yeah. I'm going to comp every UFC fighter we pick to uh, a new age rapper. Or not a new age rapper, just a rapper. Conor McGregor is the Tupac of the UFC. There okay. you go. All right. All right. Uh, isn't Tupac could okay. be considered in like the greatest rappers of all time, though? And you just said Conor couldn't. 
I mean, if Connor dies, he might. Well, Tupac, <laughs> Tupac's the greatest talking rapper of all time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's the greatest. Right, no, I'm not going to do this. He's you know greatest. what? Fuck you guys. He's I'm going to do something cool, and I'm not doing it anymore. He's the greatest poet in the rap game of ever. <laughs> Connor McGregor is the greatest rapper in the UFC. Wait, no. That's not what I meant. Uh, um. Shit. All right, I, Drew. I am, this is not the spot I wanted to be in. I was hoping some Yeah, because you're taking the true number one. I was hoping some shit would get knocked off, and this is, it's, it's two guys for me, and, uh, God, I'm gonna have to go with, oh, this is so fucking tough. Hold up real quick. Matt, what do you think about that Connor pick? Uh, Connor, for me, he's the greatest intimidator of all time. He he beats his he beats his fighters before he even gets in the octagon with them. They're just I mean, when you look at their their composure when they step in there with them, I mean, they're they're already beaten. So the only guy to ever to ever you know fight that was Nate. So yeah, I mean, he does that with his mouth. So oh yeah, yeah. no, that's a good yeah. point. I would just the thing I would like to sack on is I would really like to see him defend those two championships he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the champ champ. Yeah. Well, we will say he is most likely going to fight Khabib Ner- Nurmagomedov, um, who wrestled a grizzly bear. That's, yeah. that's, that's true. Wait, that's, that guy wrestled a grizzly bear? Yeah, when he was a kid. What? Yeah. I mean, well, a baby it was grizzly like, bear. He, yeah, he, it was like a cub and he, well, he was yeah. a cub too, so. Did he punch, oh, yeah. did he punch the bear in the stomach and it went, Nigger and then made off. (laughs) (laughs) No, he uh, he just wrestles. Uh, Oh, he doesn't punch. We see how he used his last name. Yeah, we got it. Oh, okay. We got the joke. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, fuck. This is so tough. Um, it's not that tough. (laughs) But I'll I'll go with the uh, I'll get go with the Canadian rush. George oh, St. Pierre. Oh, All right. Yeah. That's the true number one right there. That was going to be my pick. Well, I'm guaranteed one of my first two number ones, so yeah, I'm I, excited. Um, it was down between this, uh, you know, well, we'll get to when somebody picks We'll him. get to him. We'll get yeah, to him. Um, Tell us about GSP. He's, oh, Rush St. Pierre. He's fucking great. Um, I don't know a lot, but I know that the dude gets it done. <laughs> And after, like, a fucking three-year absence, he comes out and he's already, like, back in it. Like, he already fucking beat Bisbing. Bisbang? How do you fucking say that? Bisbing, the count. Yeah. Michael yeah. Bisbing. Yeah. Who's retired. Shout yeah. out to Michael yeah. Bisbing. Formally, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. And, like, everybody. Yeah, no, I mean, didn't I here's see, what I'll say for Gia. What's up? Didn't I see at one point GSP either, like, break something or get, like, knocked the fuck out in, like, a really ferocious way? Uh, Matt Sarah, Sarah, the biggest, yeah, and the biggest upset in UFC history. He kicked him in the Uh, head, right? And then he just dropped. No, he punched him. He punched him? Man. Yeah. Hit him him with an overhand right. Fresh off the ultimate fighter. Knocked him out. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. Won the title. And it was the biggest upset in UFC history. yeah, Yeah. But he got that back though, right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah, 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 yeah. He kicked the shit out of him in the yeah. next fight. Well, that's that's <laughs> yeah. actually that. That was why he was actually going to be my pick was just because he lost twice in the UFC. Both fights he avenged. I mean, dramatically too. Yeah. I mean, totally beat the guys because the other one was Hughes, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Hughes. And then yeah. he came back and beat Hughes uh, twice, I believe. And then, um, you know, he just he completely dominated everybody up until yeah. you know 
towards the end of his career, you can you can argue the Johnny Hendricks fight, but you know a lot of people argue right. that Hendricks was on steroids. So, to George, see, Who I knows? remember I remember a fight where somebody got that's no, yeah, that's coming up. We're, we'll get to that person. No, no, it's not. It's oh. not that. It's somebody got hit in the head and they they just like folded. They just turned into like a noodle and hit the ground. It was like a. I'm trying to. Oh, that's uh, Mirko Krokop and Gabriel Gonzaga. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. I have to. I'd have to see. I feel like GSP was in something that I. I remember him either <laughs> knocking somebody out or getting knocked the fuck out. Really. Well, throw it on the board while uh, while uh, I I kind of talk through some GSP. Put Gabriel Gonzaga, Mirko Krokop. You'll pop that up, and I think that's what you're talking about. But um, GSP, the argument for him is one of the best athletes to ever step in. Um, he's he. My argument for him not being kind of the top, he is up near the top for me, is uh, just his finish rate. He didn't finish people. Um, but, I mean, he had a hell of a jab. He could wrestle, and he wasn't even like – high-level college wrestler or anything. Um, he literally could do everything. He just really didn't finish people. And I think it's because he he was so technical and so crisp in everything he wanted to do that he didn't push the pace sometimes in terms of trying to finish people. But, yeah, he's definitely one of the greatest of all time, no doubt. Okay. Plus, he was in Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> there you go and he's got a hell of a body right drew he does guy's fucking jacked yeah body yeah. up that's uh, right yeah that wasn't the one i just watched that that wasn't it i don't know that's uh, nice though right yeah it's pretty nice yeah <laughs> he's nice. he folded he folded but not what i was thinking i don't know i'll find out though i'll figure it out okay all right oh uh, we should mention that we're only doing five picks Five picks and yeah. three honorables, so. And honorables, I think we should flip to favorite instead of greatest. Okay. That way we can just, well, that way we can do what you and Drew are doing. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I know some guys that, Saint Pierre is the like, greatest list, top but five some in of a lot of lists. What's that? I said, Saint Pierre is top five in a lot of lists, though. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so what james is doing oh, yeah there you go all right all right matt what do you got for your first pick so i feel like i'm gonna uh steal andy's pick right now um or at least one of the two son of a bitch <laughs> uh my greatest has got to be john jones uh that's that's my greatest <laughs> undoubtedly never lost uh a lot of people say his only loss to um what was it matt, matt hamill yeah matt the hammer hamill. matt the hammer hamill yeah, <laughs> yeah. deaf guy yeah hit him with 96 he beat up a deaf guy. Or whatever it was or uh, yep. 12 to 6 yeah i mean a lot of people think that should be overturned and i mean when you look at the people he's finished daniel cormier twice you mm-hmm. know gustafson um i mean vitor belfort back when it was trt tour so i mean <laughs> he mm-hmm. i mean he he beat some i mean he beat some of the you know i would say top five in you know in the light heavyweight division you know i mean I wouldn't put him in a top ten list. Maybe Daniel Corm. I could see Daniel Cormier being in the top five all time, but um, as far as the greatest, I mean, he's he's undeniable. So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I just my thing with the, like, and it's the guy can't get out of his own way. Like, it doesn't even like nope. controversy. Like, yeah, he yeah. can't. He every time he starts to do something, like you're like, fuck yeah, and then it's like, no, nope, never mind. 
He's an idiot. <laughs> well, my, my argument for He that, likes to party yeah, and he yeah. likes taking things that, um, you know. But, yeah. you know, at, at the same time. Get his stuff hard. At, yeah, at the yeah. same time, we talked about this on the last one where, like, it's hard. People's choices outside of what they do for a living doesn't necessarily taint what they do. You know, for exactly living. so, yeah. Like just because I he's always a, think he's an should, idiot doesn't mean he's not a yeah. great fucking fighter. I always think you should separate the fighter or the artist, the entertainer, mm-hmm. from the person. Um, if you're if you're actually talking most talented, greatest ever, things like that, I don't think you should put in their their outside shit. Um, they can be a piece of crap, but they can also be you know, the greatest ever at the same time. As a matter of fact, those two usually go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. No you know way. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you gotta yeah. be a piece of shit to get it. Well, you know, and just, just imagine, <laughs> you know, give, give, give a 20 year old millions of dollars and tell him he's the baddest man in the universe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. does he, yeah. does he juice? Does John Jones juice? Well, there, there's arguments that he microdosed to Ranibal and you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't think he juiced. I think what happened is there's so many contaminants now with, you know, with the, uh, you know, with the whole, um, whatchamacallit, uh, creatine, the, yeah, like, yeah, like all the creatines, you know, all your, um, uh, I'm trying to try to think of the word, uh, workout, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all your workout stuff, pre workout, dick pills, oh, yeah, yeah, dick, dick pills, pills. Is, is that, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. have the dick pills, yeah, yeah, the, yeah that whole, no, as a matter horn. of fact, the first time that's what it was, was something he took in an over the counter dick pill when he was partying, is yeah. what set it off. Yeah, like uh, some sort of dick juice that you get over the counter. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure th- those things are like have testosterone and shit like that in it. So. Yeah. 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 Well, he, he probably like, he probably needs dick juice because the steroids have made well, his dick not yeah. work anymore. Well, that's what's weird. Is like <laughs> half the half the shit people get popped for. It's like things were like it's what like prenatal medicines and stuff like that. Where well, like, it's stuff that yeah yeah. Like, so what it is is it's stuff when you're going off the dosage yeah uh, to basically get you back, and they see that and they're like, well, why would you take uh, hormones? Um, yeah, like estrogen. but the hormones is to er, the estrogen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you take that? But it's to kind of Balance cycle the, off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Estrogen um, blockers and all that. and yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, we're talking about a man who, you know, he literally didn't, like, train ridiculously hard for it, went and partied, and, you know, was on cocaine and still went to that five-round war with uh, Gustafson and won. So this is a dude that <laughs> well, even when he fucks up, and he's fucked up, Still gets it done. If you if you're on cocaine, you can go about ten rounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't be all there, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so Jones is like he's just a special dude, man. Yeah. In terms of like raw athleticism, he combines everything. You know everything that you want in a fighter. Um, he out wrestled Daniel Cormier, who's an Olympic level wrestler. Um, he'll outstrike the best strikers. He'll out jujitsu the best jujitsu guys. Like he just tries to take his opponents what they do best, and he'll try to do what they do best just simply to embarrass them. Yeah, yeah like yeah. it's ridiculous. He steals like, their game plan and use it against them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. He's it's he's the perfect UFC athlete. Yeah, yeah. I think that that that's frustrating that you got him. 
and yeah. pick three right before I win. It's amazing, you right? On one. <laughs> that's that's steal of the draft so far. Well, Andy. damn, you got this thing down. Um, you got anything else on uh, bones? Well, just just for me, it's uh, you know, it's it's sad what's happening to him right now. Like you guys said, he's being judged for his life outside the octagon rather than inside the octagon. So, well, if he's on coke inside the octagon, then it's he's bringing his out. <laughs> he, he did it before the octagon, though. It's not like he did yeah. coke in the octagon. Uh, okay, yeah, right. I guess you're right. <laughs> I guess if you do coke in the locker room, you're not really doing it in the yeah, your job. <laughs> and truthfully, that guy's lucky that he was doing that because if he would have been focused. And like John Jones, like in the zone, that Probably thing wouldn't worst. have gone yeah, three yeah. rounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Andy. Well, what do you got now that you've been uh, totally destroyed? Yeah, I have been. Um, I, I freaking love him as a fighter, but I'm going to take the guy that he idolized and the guy that, you know, a lot of people still call the goat to this day. And I'm taking Anderson Spider Silva. Yeah, oh, man. that's that's who I was debating with with GSP. Yeah, um, I mean he's got, I think two famous, really famous kicks. Uh, the one is like the one that's straight. the front kick on uh, Vitor. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, the one straight to the face, and then the other one is the one where his own leg collapsed. <laughs> but, yeah that was brutal yeah, that was brutal dude but doing he, research for this i never wanted to see that again but every yeah. time you type in ufc anywhere that's the first thing a picture <laughs> or a video of that i know is what you first when see. you when, when i when i put in like anderson silva just to watch videos like the thing was like Breaking leg, yeah. <laughs> like broken leg. Well, and then you know you're scrolling through and everything auto plays now, so you see like you're now you're seeing the leg yeah. just like dangle, and you're like, ah, God, yeah, but yeah, I, he. Um, but did you put on that Forrest Griffin Anderson Silva? But oh, it, that's I, the most embarrassing fight I've that, ever seen. That one is amazing. Um, that was the most disrespectful shit I've dude, ever seen. He fucking yeah. gives like, him. He gives him his chin. What happened? And he goes for it, and then he just kind of paws, <laughs> paws his face, and the guy collapses. It is. He literally pull this up, pull this up pull this up. Anderson Silva Forrest Griffin. Yeah. Watch this shit. This is this is. Hilarious. Um, this is one of my favorite things from Anderson Silva. Like, and that's so the Forrest, thing is, yeah. I was gonna say that that guy's gone so long that you know, like, he has all these highlights because he's just like he's still fucking going. It's amazing. Well, he was. Yeah, I mean, he shouldn't he be right no, now. No, he but, shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. well, he was yeah, unbeaten yeah. for like I think what was it like eight or nine years? Yeah, he had he had the he had the middleweight title. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was insane. And then, there's two yeah, fights. Like, that, yeah, two fights that come to mind. There's Anderson Silva and Forrest Griffin, and then Anderson Silva and Yushin Okami. Two yeah, fights yeah, where he yeah, just yeah. made guys quit. I mean, yeah. they they just gave up, you know. The 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 Forrest Griffin was hilarious, and so Forrest Griffin charges at him, throws throws a left, throws a right, and Anderson just kind of like like still standing like in one place, not even like really moving back necessarily. Moves back, avoids the punches like a child is throwing them, yeah. and then like off of his back foot, just throws a jab. And that's how he knocked him out. He goes throwing to give him a, a hand. jab backwards, <laughs> yeah. like going backwards, throwing a jab. Yeah, that, dude, I like that. That's just, not generating power. I'm like, watch, that's what's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching this video right now, and he knocks Forrest Griffin down, and then he backs up to let him get back up, and he gets up, and then Silva puts his hand out to say to shake his hand, like, 
hey man, we're cool. <laughs> and then they just start fighting again. Yeah. And then Forrest Griffin, as soon as it's over, Forrest Griffin sprints out of the cage and runs to the back. Forrest Griffin's my guy, but yeah. I get it. Like, you like, got embarrassed and you just didn't want to talk to anybody. Oh that's my. fine. Like, yeah. he, it, it looked like he grazed him wow, and he knocked him the fuck out. Like, it's so yeah. good. And let's remember that he did this at 205. Yeah. yeah. This wasn't at one. Yeah. He moved up to do it. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's what's amazing about it too is, I mean, he's fighting way above his weight class and, I mean, he just outclassed the guy. You know, Forrest Griffin got his jaw broken this fight, I believe, in three spots. Which is insane. Yeah. I mean, just you know, like- speaking of that, I want to add on to my pick is I do, I just remembered something. GSP's what? One of four fighters that has a belt in two, or has yeah. held a belt in two classes. So I want, well, I want to put a little bar on my little. Well, yeah, well, he did that pick. because of who the champ was at the time. Hey, that doesn't time. matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's asterisks by that, yeah. What'd you, what'd you got, James? Oh, no, I was just uh, Anderson Silva. I didn't really know much about him other than his leg breaking. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that, yeah, that's pretty fucking, that fight you just made me look at, that's pretty fucking badass. What? I mean, just the way... The way he acts in the ring where he's not, he doesn't even put his hands up to protect himself. He just yeah. leaves them on his side yeah. and then dodges punches and then. How about He's Damian? incredible. Yeah. He will make you look stupid and then finish you off. And he's, he's, you know, he's the greatest striker in UFC history. Um, he kind of brought a different breed of fighting style into, uh, the octagon. So yeah. when people like, so here's what I will say. James, you got the guy that brought brings the most entertainment, is the best trash talker of all time in the UFC. Drew, you got probably the most, like, technical, complete, you know, one of the most technical, complete fighters there's ever been. Yeah. Uh, you got the GOAT, in my opinion, <laughs> John Jones. And then I got the greatest striker of all time that some people call the GOAT. So, yeah, yeah. I mean... Anderson we Silva. all took different picks that, that make sense. Yeah, and I, um, my favorite thing about Anderson Silva is his interviews because that voice should not be coming out of that body. He's got a, like, high, yeah. <laughs> He's got that Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I hit him with, I kicked him, and my, my leg just broke in half. <laughs> was, wait, did he have a deeper voice before his leg broke in half? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, like, adding on to what you were saying, too, with him, like, he was the, I feel like he's the first guy that came, well, I mean, might not be the first guy, but he's the first guy who did it, like, really well of, like, combining multiple styles. Like, now that's just commonplace where, like, shit, I mean, when did he, he started a long time ago. Like, that was. Oh, yeah. First fight, Chris Lieben. That was, uh. Yeah. That was rare for, like, you know, that was. They're they're basically just out of the dark ages, and you know when this guy came along. So, poor poor Chris Lieben got introduced to the spider, yeah. <laughs> and then he turned into an alcoholic because of him. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's not why. But... <laughs> All right. Um, what do you got for your man? Second I'm, I'm, yeah, you know what? This is kind of funny that that I would be saying this one since I kind of criticize people automatically calling him the best pound for pound guy but i'm taking demetrius johnson the best pound for pound guy in the ufc you know because john jones isn't there and (laughs) 
the most complete fighter, I think, of all time. I think GSP was the first guy to kind of do that. But Demetrius Johnson, I believe, is the best, um, you know, pound for pound. Um, not pound for pound, but the most complete fighter of all time. James, do, do me a favor and look up Demetrius Johnson, Ray Borg. Yeah. Um, this was, in my opinion, the greatest submission of all time. Um, I believe this is what got him the record of most title defenses in UFC history. Um, he's just insane. This, this, this one, this is the reason, he's the reason why I wanted to be third or fourth. Yeah. Because I wanted Johnson on the wraparound and I knew it wasn't coming to me. Like, yeah. the fact that this little flyweight guy can, like, headline is amazing. I like, I like that his name is Mighty Mouse. How much is it? What's the, what is flyweight? What's the weight class for? Uh, he's 125. Oh, God. That's a tiny motherfucker. He really is a Mighty Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, then what's scary is when people run up on somebody in a bar and, like, to think that a man like that could do this yeah. to you. Yeah. Maybe I need Are to... they, is the submission happening right now? No, I'm. I, it's like the whole fight. I gotta kind of skip through here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's the most impressive thing. Uh, a little bit bad. So he literally. Yeah. I'll explain this for the audience that hasn't seen it. He literally picks him up, <laughs> and then gets into like oh, a rear God. naked choke position while he's in the air. It's the you most put him ridiculous in the arm bar thing. In the air. Yeah. Or the arm bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, the level of skill you have to have to complete that move all in one fail swoop like that is, it's insane. You know what that reminds me of? That Like, if I could relate this to WWE, he would be like a ricochet. You know, just somebody who, yeah. who does crazy shit that you, don't, you can't believe that he can do it, you know? Well, and the, the crazy thing is... It's alike. in an actual fight. <laughs> they do look alike. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But like it's in an actual fight, which yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, just like Ricochet. It's right. not <laughs> It's not choreographed. It's like What are you talking about, dude? In a damn dude? fight. What do you mean? You know? Yeah, just like WWE. None of it's choreographed. It's all real fights. <laughs> I'm not talking about predetermined physical dancing. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> What do you think about I'm talking Ma about a real fight. Yes, yeah, so are we. Matt, what do you think about Mighty Mouse? <laughs> um, he's a he's a tough subject to talk about just with him being, you know, the goat even now just with him not fighting up a weight class like a lot of the other greats have done. Um, the only time yep. he did was when the flyweight division didn't exist. He fought Dominic Cruz and lost to him in, you know, a five-round decision. I mean, it's it, it's hard to say he's the best cuz I feel like he's he's running a little bit, but and I think he's running from a fight that he could dominate and win. That's um, the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel that same way. Yeah. It's, if it's, he takes if he takes that fight and he takes a belt at the next level, I'm arguing him as a a shoe in top three, no doubt, but potentially number one overall. For sure, for sure. He's. I mean, if he if he was to get another belt and do something that John hasn't done yet, um, I mean, there's. There's yeah. little to no argument if he goes up and beats, you know, TJ Dillashaw, who's another great 135er. I mean, he's... What do you mean he's running? What does that mean? He's, well, like, avoiding he's, a fight? He, yeah, he's avoiding a fight. He's avoiding a fight with with a uh, with a fighter that's, you know, yeah, at least in the top three. I mean, you could argue, and uh, you know, in the 135-pound yeah. division. Yeah. 
So, so the reason he's avoiding it though, and, and this is where it's tough. Um, he's not avoiding it because he's scared to lose or anything like that. He's avoiding it because he believes it should be a huge payday and that the UFC just isn't working with him to give him that payday. So on one, on one aspect, I understand it. Like, Hey, you want me to have this fight that, yeah, if, if he got that fight, it would be a top five fight in UFC history. And I believe that it's worthy of a payday. So he's trying to, I think he wants to try to get like closer to Conor McGregor money. He's not going to get that, but he should get a top three payday of all time. So the UFC just needs to jump on that, pay the man, let's get that fight. And then if he takes that belt home, now all of a sudden he's in that argument for number one all the time. Yeah. Yeah. True. I think my, yeah, my only argument with him would be just his, 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 his skills are definitely mm-hmm. top five of all time, top three of all time. You know what's crazy about him is is he's not a, a ratings animal. I mean, if you look at no, a lot he's of, not. Yeah, I mean, and that's yeah. And it's I mean, it's that whole small guy theory. You know, the guys, the small yeah. guys just don't sell. But um, except for Connor, that's yeah, a credit to Connor. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's because he's an Irish yeah. animal. You know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the yeah. hardcores understand how good Demetrius Johnson is, but and the funny thing is, like, I feel like people should like him more and tune in more. Uh, the dude, like, for James casual like you know dude sponsored by xbox loves gaming and has like a really good personality he's just not the shit talker and it's really hard to not be a shit talker and not drive ratings yeah yeah, yeah. well i mean like, or, and drive ratings i mean yeah, yeah i mean he's he's like an everyday man you know i mean he went from being a, a factory worker to a to a fighter i mm-hmm. mean he's got three kids you know i mean yep if if you if you judge a man by his character and and by what he does in the octagon, I mean he's he's definitely one of the best there is. He's he's, right. he's kind of got that whole Daniel Cormier factor to him, like Daniel Cormier. But, you know, I mean, but well, even Cormier talks though. So like, yeah, it, it's it's something. Demetrius Johnson literally just puts what he does in the octagon, and unfortunately, in the fight game, um, that's not good enough. You you have to drive ratings. You have to drive interest and. People want conflict, and Demetrius Johnson doesn't give conflict. He just puts out wins. The UFC, so. the UFC should do a better job of, like, creating the faces and the heels and, like, letting them kind of, like, I don't know, creating, like, a storyline about the person and their background and all mm-hmm. that stuff, you know? It seems like whenever I watch UFC match, it's just about the fighting and the technique. And it's never about anything else beyond, like, like how the people act or how they feel or shit like that. You know what I mean? That would make me more interested in the fights. Yeah. Well, that's why Nate Diaz versus Connor was so big. Yeah. 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 They created that conflict and, and you're right. You know, they do need more of that because, um, it's just what it is. Conflict creates interest. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that tour worldwide with Connor and, and Floyd, was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yes. And and the best action, you know, no disrespect to the fight, which I thought was better than what some people say it is. Oh, no yeah. disrespect to the fight. But the main event was actually the press conferences. Yeah, yeah that's true. That yeah. was the best part. That fuck yeah. you pinstripe suit was, like, the best yeah. thing in the fucking world. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. How about that, like, yeah. uh, that... 
It, it, it almost reminded me of like uh, Notorious, you know, talking about rappers earlier. Like, yeah. how about that? Yeah. Mink, how about that mink coat that he wore that one time with no shirt? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I left off my rapper thing because you guys uh, clown me on it. GSP is Drake, by the way. GSP is Drake. Um, You're just saying that because he's Canadian. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You know, I don't French know. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, John yeah. Jones. I'm trying to think of like a very John Jones is Kanye West. Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good comparison. Yeah, and yeah, then can't uh, get out else? of his own way. I yeah, kind of flaky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. Let's see. Quiet. Kind of does his speaking in the ring. Um, Pitbull. I'll give him Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Kendrick. <laughs> I'll give him Kendrick Lamar. And then uh, Mighty Mouse, again, like, seems like kind of like a boring character on the outside, but gets it done on the inside. Hmm. I'll give him J. Cole. Oh, Boom. there you go. Good job. <laughs> All right, Matt. What rapper are you going to pick next? <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, You know, I'm, I'm probably going to surprise I I guess Andy, maybe not you guys, but uh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> for, for someone, you know, for someone who's been quietly dominant and underrated, I'm gonna pick Stipe uh, Miocic. Yep. Whoa. I mean, uh, you okay. Know, yeah. I okay. Mean, it just, in my opinion, I mean, he's beat some of the best. I mean, he's always been an underdog. Whenever he fights, they never really give him the shine he deserves. Um, and and honestly, I think he's gonna. In my opinion, I think uh, coming up, you know, next weekend, I think he's going to dominate DC. I really do. I think he's. I think DC's either going to get caught or he's going to get drugged through five rounds of you know pure crap with uh, Stipe. So I like this pick. I like this pick. I think Steve Payne. <laughs> Steve Payne. No, 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 no. You guys asked me what rapper I'm picking, so I said T Pain. Yeah, is he the T Pain of Steve Payne? <laughs> yeah, Stipe is. Uh, yeah, he's he's Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this guy there is. There it is. I don't see him on here anywhere. Uh, uh, Stipe Miocic. Oh, heavyweight. But... Yeah, I think, and this is going to be hot takey. Um, actually, yours was more hot takey, uh, taking him at six overall. But I think he is the greatest uh, UFC heavyweight of all time. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well. You think yeah, Stipe so Miocic? Yeah. And the funny, here's, here's what screws him up. The dude's got a foreign name, but he's as American as they come, yeah. right? <laughs> like, That's true. He, he's a full-time firefighter. Like, the dude is a firefighter and is this good. Like, I remember when he was taking on Verdum, I was saying, I'm telling, I, I was telling people, I was like, Stipe's winning this damn thing. He's too good with his wrestling and on his feet. Uh, he's just a beast. He can beat, he can beat the heaviest guys at what they do by, by speed. And then he can beat the speedy guys, you know, with his wrestling. The dude just he's an all around type dude. I, I'm I'm with you yeah. that I think he beats DC. And I'll say this we haven't selected him yet, but if DC beats him, that moves DC way up the rankings because of how I view Stipe. Oh yeah, way way higher, especially being a, a you know, a two weight champion. It's gonna it's gonna really boost DC. And I you know what I think happens is I think my uh, my number one pick Ends up uh, fighting him later on down the road for the heavyweight belt. I agree. I agree. <laughs> on, the, on the UFC website, it says for Stipe, it says skill breakdown, record eighteen and two, summary speed. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, he's so quick with his damn hands. He's like he he moves at times like a light heavyweight, but he's got the size of a heavyweight and. 
He's he's got the technical skill. He's got the wrestling. The dude is just so so he's all around beast. He's still a full time fighter or a firefighter yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, full time yeah. firefighter. Yeah, and fighter. So, UFC fighter and firefighter. I want to. Yeah. I want him to get a third fighter job. <laughs> like <laughs> I want him to be a fighter pilot, fighter jet okay. pilot. <laughs> so. So UFC firefighter jet pilot. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh, I love it. Oh, man. Yeah, I think I that's just, sneaky. I love great to big. fight. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I hope he gets his shine soon because he is getting older. You know, he's not, a, he's not a young guy. I was just reading on here. He's 35 years old. So, you know, he's probably not See, but that's the thing. And you, at heavyweight, you are allowed to fight longer than – Technically, like the smaller weights, the smaller weights, the young guys come in and dominate quicker. Heavyweight is typically an older man's game. So I think he's actually got quite a while. I mean, there's a couple guys we haven't taken yet that fought well into their uh, 40s and, you know, still did it very well. So I like I like how when he's the lead singer of R.E.M., he just kind of Americanizes his name. He's My, my, he's Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe. <laughs> he changes yeah. the Miochik to Michael Whoa. and then Michael Stipe. You know? UFC has to do a better job with him. They <laughs> must do a better job with our last two picks. Demetrius and Stipe are huge stars that they are not making into stars. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking of fighting into your 40s, I'm going to go with Dan Henderson. Oh. Hey, that's a good. That's pick. a damn good pick. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, uh, I, I think he's still fighting right now. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this current moment, he's probably just fighting. Just somewhere. always fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I sat behind I him at the UFC, <laughs> and I was just like, I, I. There was other fighters that were there. I got to sit like for two fights in the front section, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Um, but like he was there and I was like kinda like frozen and like scared to say anything to him. Yeah. But the other fighters I was like totally cool with like, hey, what's <laughs> up? But like I just looked at Dan Henderson like this like bigger than MMA type figure. He's got this I don't know. Yeah. He he's he's got an aura around him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't have much uh, the only literally the only thing I wrote down was went forever (laughs) (laughs) you don't have the michael bisbang knockout oh no i did like i said that's all i did (laughs) james you'll enjoy this uh i don't know if you can pull it up but uh dan henderson michael bisbang um and he turned uh so he knocked him out and then (laughs) and then came in with one more blow and that second blow that he came in to basically knock him out again, um, he turned that into his logo. Oh shit! Pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Had the he turned on. that knockout into his logo. Oh okay. Oh. Yeah, that is. That oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah, that's that right. Is, that is pretty brutal, isn't it? That he turned that into his logo. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's got it all over in his house and stuff like that. So yeah. <laughs> poor Michael Bisbing has to like see that out there like all the time that's the thing if you're a fighter and you get knocked out like that um 
Oh my you. god! <laughs> and he like yeah. leaves his feet to like throw that last punch. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! He's like, already down, he's man. Superman, <laughs> he Superman punched the guy laying down. Oh my god! What a and that is nightmare. the logo. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. He, he must have called his wife a cunt. <laughs> you don't talk about my wife like that. I, well, he probably did because Michael Bisbing is British, and I think that's a word they use oh, yeah. very liberally over there. Yeah. Use it just Christ. like hello. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. That was fucking horrible. Yeah, I never want to see that again. That was, was all the aggression yeah. of uh, of the ultimate fighter. That's yeah. that was the, yeah. the, the, like six weeks of putting up with Bisbing. Yeah, because like, Bisbing is an excellent shit talker. He's one of the best ever. Yeah. And Bisbing was just talking, talking. Dan Henderson's not a guy that talks much. Oh, okay. He just kind of is like, he internalizes it. Okay. That's and he's like, super calm. Yeah. All right. The way All that right, the, I got you. The way that looked with the fist hitting his head and then the head bouncing off the ground, it reminds me of like, you know, in American History X when. When oh, Edward God. Norton curbs that guy, but they <laughs> but they they don't show you it happening. They yeah. just like they show him like from basically chest up, and then you just hear the kick to the curb. You know, it's like that's this is you actually seeing that scene, <laughs> the guy's head bouncing off of the curb, whatever. You know, yeah, I like that. That's yeah, horrible. That's a horrible, horrible thing. UFC is just. Two violent guys. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna petition to have this thing taken off the air. He's gonna bring it back off the air. Now check this out, Dan Henderson. You're gonna like this, Drew. Going back to your hip hop pick, he's Nas. Oh, oh, I like that. Okay, yeah, all right. Hits hard as fuck. He's got that H bomb, is what they call it. Yeah, that yeah, the H-bomb. they call it an H bomb. <laughs> So he hits hard, but he's like, "All right." Cool. <laughs> I think yeah. I, I think I missed this. Did we did we say that Connor was uh, notorious? Is that who we're gonna compare him to? Big? No, he said Tupac. Oh, oh. yeah, I said Tupac, oh, Tupac but okay. I should have said Notorious Big. He definitely okay. should have. Yeah. I think then, I, then maybe I would have allowed that rapper well, thing to continue. It's just because of how it's because when Tupac was out there, like he was. Everybody was talking about him. You couldn't avoid him. He was he was so good at talking shit. He could do everything, movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, like he could do all that stuff where I believe that's Connor true. is that complete package. See, if you had explained I, it like that, then I wouldn't have shat on the pick. I think Yeah, uh, that's my fault. <laughs> I think Dem- Demetrius Johnson should be uh, Biggie. <laughs> Biggie Smalls? Yeah. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> All right, well, I am going to uh, pick the the next guy that I know the most, and I'm talking the Chuck the Little Liddell. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you did really well because Liddell, I thought, was going to be your first pick, and you got him on the wraparound. Yeah, look at that. So that's really well done. Yeah, I like that his name is Chuck Little. <laughs> <laughs> The Iceman. Uh, and like, this is about right where he should be going, by the way. I really like UFC UFC nicknames. I think I think that that's yeah. that's one thing they do do right. You know? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. it's all new. Like, you know, like in boxing, I feel like everybody's taking a nick, the, the good ones. So, like, yeah. 
and wrestling, same thing. But, like, this is all new. Like, no, you yeah. can be the first Iceman, even though there's been, like, you know, there's been a wrestler Iceman. I know there's probably been a boxer, too, but. Uh, basketball player, George Gervin. Oh, yeah. Well, George. Not Gervin. to go morbid, but the, the murderer, the Iceman. <laughs> The only reason that I think about Chuck Liddell is because I think about that. What's that show, Andy, that Entourage that used to watch? Yeah, yeah, Entourage. The only scene I've ever seen from that show is a clip that I saw on a website saying Chuck Liddell was guest starring on Entourage. (laughs) And they just showed the clip of him getting out of the truck. And I think he, like, threatened to punch one of the guys. Yeah. Maybe his name was Turtle or something like that or Snake or... Turtle, yes, turtle. Lizard, I don't know. <laughs> Wizard. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I just. But and I always thought Chuck Liddell was just kind of a cool guy. Yeah, you know, he's just like he looks like a dad that's like, you know what, I could beat these guys up, and then he just <laughs> he shaves a mohawk onto his head and goes into the octagon. You know. Yeah. Plus, he has Liddell is freaking awesome. He has one of the longest running title reigns in UFC history. Does he? Yeah. He's, he's nasty, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about, that's literally the blurb under the picture that we're looking at. <laughs> oh, okay. How about the talks about him coming back? Really? Yeah. At 41, yeah. To oh Bellator, yeah. yeah. I can't believe he's only 41. Yeah, Bellator's paying for all those old guys to come back. I thought he, um, I thought he was 41 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of how he talks, um, you know. Yeah. It, it fighting is caught up with him is what I'll say. Yeah. And that's why Dana White doesn't want him fighting anymore. Um, you know, is that, so he had a job as a UFC ambassador. Uh, the new company came in, bought it and basically he lost that job. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to go fight again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, just to put it in perspective with the whole John Jones situation, him being called out for drug use and everything, you know, Chuck Liddell was in, uh, you know, prescription pain pills and cocaine, everything else. He was actually away from the sport for a little while back in the day because of it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and Chuck Liddell is notorious for being a big time partier, um, which is kind of funny because he's not really like a party guy, but like he's that dude in the corner just chilling at the parties. And like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, if shit breaks out, like Chuck Liddell is going to come through and knock everybody out. <laughs> That's what's fun is like, <clears throat> You know, you look back at, like, the last 20 years and you think about, like, how good would these people be, like, with the restrictions there are now? Like, you know, like, Hoist Gracie has even said, like, if I didn't have a time limit draw or if I had no, if I had a time limit like they do now, I probably wouldn't have won as many fights. Like, he, right. his, his thing was like, oh, I, I just outlast these big guys. Yeah. Like, and just technically speaking, it's, it's a whole new game now. Yeah. Back then, you were either a boxer or a wrestler or a jujitsu specialist. Yeah. Now, they're taking all three of those and you got that in one guy. Yeah. Instead of being, you know, just one specialty, mm-hmm. you're a mixture of everything. Yeah. So, yeah. But Dell was, uh, the, sp- he was described kind of as sprawl and brawl. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And Chuck Liddell. Liddell there's, Chuck Liddell, didn't he always used to like headbutt people? No, that was Mark uh, Coleman. No. That was, yeah, that was yeah. Oh. Yeah, Mark Coleman would get you on the ground because he was a he was an elite wrestler. He'd get you on the ground and headbutt you to death. Oh my god! Yeah, I, well, I always thought of Chuck Liddell as like as like if Andy was in the UFC, he would be Chuck Liddell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always cause like just, he just looks like a guy with a super hard head that just like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
There's a couple things about Liddell that is so UFC. Like, I think when people think about the UFC, they immediately think about Chuck Liddell and, like, that's how fighters look. The mohawk, the tattoo on the side of the head. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's so true. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but he, then he had his, like, toes painted and shit. And, uh, <laughs> and then, like, the other thing is Chuck Liddell really brought UFC into the next stratosphere um, in terms of, like, superstardom. Yeah. Like, you, here's the one thing. You cared about more of the fighters back in the day than you do now. And I don't know what it was, but they all felt like they had big personalities. And Chuck Liddell was kind of the reemergence of the UFC in terms of, like, it going full mainstream. So he's super important to uh, UFC history. Yeah, a lot of a lot of celebrities would actually come just to watch him fight in particular. They yeah. um mm-hmm. he drew a lot of a lot of famous people to the sport and like you said, nine out of ten people, if you ask him to name a fighter, that he's definitely gonna be one of the top three fighters they name. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Beast. I would say yeah. Beast. yeah, I would say he's like the Babe Ruth of the UFC. Yeah, and but, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him uh I'm gonna call him Biggie, actually. Okay. There you go, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call him Biggie. All right. Because when he takes those shots, they're hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's my for my next pick. I'm going to go with one Matt Hughes. Oh! 45 wins. <laughs> Man. Dude. Matt Hughes is a bad motherfucker. You're damn right he is. And I've actually seen this guy fight, too. That's wow. Hey, Matt Hughes is like a, like... You know, UFC, like, hardcore fans, like, yeah. he's, pick. He's the, this is a great pick. I was going to say, yeah. he's the he's the fighter's fighter. Like, he like yes. you ask anyone, like, all right, top three influences, and most of them I've heard, like, most of them say Matt Hughes. Like, and, like. He looks like a guy you'd know. Yeah. You know, like. Looks like, like he'd be your neighbor. Yeah, like yeah. That. Like, right. hey, what's you, up, Matt? You know, <laughs> yeah. your PE teacher. He, he reminds me of uh, your, your buddy Rocky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan Craig. He is kind of like a Ryan Craig type of type of guy. Yeah, he's a he's a farmer yeah. dude. It's an old friend um, of mine. <laughs> yeah, hard worker. It's not going to um, mean anything to anyone else. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, extreme wrestler, but like Matt Hughes brought the wrestler from like colleges and stuff like that into yeah. the UFC. Yeah, yeah. He's the reason all of that went down. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. And you talk about dominant welterweights. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, he's one of the most dominant. <laughs> uh, Here's the other thing I'm gonna say. This dude we're just survived getting hit right by off a train. UFC's website. Uh, go ahead. He survived getting hit by a fucking train. That's what I was gonna say. Like that was an gonna be my next train? thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did he wrestle it? Did he double shoot it? Oh my god. Crossing the railroad tracks, his truck got stuck and he got hit. Did he do it like did he go between the bars? Or was <laughs> I don't it? know. I bet you did that motherfucker. You know what? I'm taking him off. If he fucking went through the fucking <laughs> bars. Oh. Just let when he's flat as he could. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, Matt Hughes would be a terrible rapper, so this is kind of uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is kind of a tough one. You should give, well, him, you like, should give him John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> That's his rapper. <laughs> John Cena is his rapper. <laughs> All you gonna say, you could like name him like one of these like country rappers now. It's like, not country yeah. music anymore. It's yeah. like country oh, Lumpkin rappers. What was that? That the guy in uh. The fucking ride a cowboy, like, what was? Oh, what the know. fuck with their name? Uh, I don't know what ride a cowboy is. Yeah, it was. It <laughs> was know. all over fucking. It was like the college football theme song for like three years in a row. Oh, you're talking about the uh, what? Is it, what? Yeah. Um, save a horse, ride saddle a cow- up my horse. Yeah, yeah. Is he a rapper now? Well, they were. They were. No, it's like it's like country like, rap. Yeah, is that Florida Georgia line? I was just about to say. Is that what they're called? Florida Georgia line. Yeah, oh, okay. Okay. they're like. They, yeah, they look like poppy almost. They're like. I wouldn't even call them country. They're more like pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, they try to come off as country rap, basically. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like tight jeans and rhinestones and <laughs> like, hip hop. That's what they were. Yeah, like that's what they call that yeah. shit. Hip hop. Yes, yeah. yes, that is what it. Yeah, that, that, that's who he is. <laughs> That's who he is. No, I'm gonna give him somebody better. I'm gonna give him Vanilla Ice. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, you gotta hit wonder. You gotta compare him to like an actual good rapper that just maybe does, just overlooked. You know what I mean? That's what, that's what I'm trying to uh, kind of. He's uh, like, uh, like an Aesop Rock. <laughs> yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Where like I'm trying, I'm trying to go with kind of like an old school dude. Oh, okay. You know what I'll go? KRS. I'll go. <laughs> Yeah, that's let's for go West. KRS. Let's <laughs> shout out, shout out to Wes Allen. <laughs> you guys finally mentioned him. <laughs> I did mention him on that pod. All right, what's the next pick? Um, well, True. you know, you talk about money, you talk about bringing people in. Uh, this person may not be the best of all time, but they definitely. When they were there, they 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 got the they got people in the door, and I'm talking about oh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Oh, Rowdy, great pick, great pick. Yeah, she, um, like I said, I, I don't think she a lot like Liddell. She may not go down as the best woman fighter of all time, but she definitely has to be in the list. <laughs> Hold up, rewind that back. What? Did you say like Liddell? She might not go <laughs> and is the greatest female fighter of all time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm yeah, saying Liddell's I'm, definitely the greatest female yeah, fighter. Definitely. Well, he's not. Liddell's going to be pissed. He, he won't, will he? <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, he might, she might end up, <laughs> she might end up as number eight also, but, uh, she, what she did for the sport, you can't overlook in the long run. So, yeah. she got it created. Yeah, exactly. She literally got a division created for women. Yeah. yeah, and actually, a lot of people say it was her. I mean, Dana White himself said it was her that brought females to the UFC. Yeah, if it wasn't yeah. for her, they wouldn't have been here. Yeah. So, so all these chicks angry at her can shut the hell up because they wouldn't have UFC jobs. Yeah. If it wasn't for Ronda Rousey. Yep. Who? Why? Why are people angry at her? I don't understand why she gets so much hate. Just because she was she was a heel. I mean, yeah, the way she went out when she lost to Holly, um, and that she was really disrespectful to Holly. And I mean, granted, you're putting her in there with I think they call uh, Holly the preacher's daughter. 
I mean, yeah, there's got to. Yeah. I mean, you got to create conflict, like we were talking about with Connor yeah. and other guys. I think that's, that's what she was good at. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. she was just creating conflict. Okay. And she she did she had a move that male or female she was the best of all time at. The arm bar is Ronda Rousey's move. Make yeah. no mistake. Yeah. You know? So like Ronda Rousey is she was a judo Olympian. I mean, she like I think people were jealous of her success and her being the reason that you know the division started um which like is kind of ridiculous. If you think about, it, you wouldn't have even got into that position if it had not been for her. Yeah, you need somebody who's the trailblazer, and she's kind of the trailblazer, uh, you know, of uh, women's MMA. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I mean, you're you're like talking, you know, talking about Dana White. Like this is a guy who said there will never be a, like a, fee- a women's weight class in our yeah. in our, yeah. and then like she just fucking she. Want it, you know, people want to stop talking about her at Strike Force that they were just like, oh, we kind of need this. Like, it's almost yeah. like making making the correlation of like night, like you know, like back in the '60s when the, you know they finally starting to let like black people play college football and like that kind of right. Stuff, where like Alabama was this powerhouse for years, and then they're like, but they wouldn't let anybody play, and then they're like, hey, maybe we should you know get on this, uh, yeah. get on this thing. It's easy <laughs> to play f- good football. Like, as a white guy, when you don't have to play against black people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Jackie Robinson may not be the, the greatest, you know, baseball player of all time or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They were like, oh, shit, there's like a whole new level of athlete yeah. that we haven't seen yet. And Jackie Robinson kind of got to be able to do that. So, in a way, this sounds ridiculous probably, but Ronda Rousey for women's UFC is the Jackie Robinson. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Trailblazer. Yeah. yeah. So she's Queen Latifah. Yeah. That's yeah. who she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Team, Team Laquifa. <laughs> and Queen Latifah went to movies and did some talk shows, and Ronda Rousey went to movies and is doing WWE. There, you there go. we go. All right. All right. Good call. Matt, what do you got for your third pick? All right. You know, um, I was thinking about it. I think I got to go with uh, BJ Penn. Oh, uh, damn it! Two, oh. <laughs> two weight class world double champion. birds, double birds. Yeah. Uh, you know, for both uh, his belts. Yeah, one of one of the <laughs> one of the first to do so. Um, I can't remember if he was the first or if uh, another uh, another real trailblazer was the first. But I, um, you know, he's when you when you think UFC and classic UFC, you got to think that crazy Hawaiian G, uh, BJ Penn. Um, yeah, just just an awesome fighter. I mean, he. He would dominate people. Who doesn't remember that knows UFC? Him beating Joe Daddy Stevenson and licking the blood off his gloves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that's that's definitely going to be my number three pick for sure. Yeah. So. I'm pissed. This is the second <laughs> time you've sniped me. <laughs> does, BJ, does BJ Penn have a, a nickname? Um, the Prodigy. Yeah, the Prodigy. The prodigy. Yeah. Or Baby J. Yeah. Here's the thing. He comes from like wealthy, like not a lot of people in Hawaii are, but he comes from a wealthy Hawaiian family and he still just wanted to fight anybody at any time. Like to, to kind of grow up, you know, wealthy and still have the kind of drive that he has is kind of crazy. And actually, if he would have had more drive, he would have been even like he's actually somebody that could have been way more talented um, than he was. 
Um, like, but that dude would literally fight anybody at any time. Um, he, he's a two belt holder in two, like in two weight classes. But also one thing some people don't know, he actually fought at heavyweight one time. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the dude fought at heavyweight. He was literally the definition of fight anybody anywhere at any time, you know? I think yeah, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time. That sucks. Believe it or not, if I, I, if I'm not mistaken, didn't he fight uh, Leota? Leota Machida? Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. actually fought. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, at heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's. I mean, he's a, he he's definitely the the quintessential UFC fighter back in the day. I mean, without him, I think there's a few guys. You know, without Randy Couture or BJ Penn or Matt Hughes, Chuck Liddell, I don't think UFC would be where it's at today. Without guys like him. Yeah. So. I, so, so James, look up BJ Penn Kale Ono. It's, uh, C-A-O-L, uh, I think O-N-O. It might autofill. Yeah, it should autofill. But yeah, he's, he's crazy. Oh, there it is. Uh. Watch this. This is this is hilarious. Oh yeah. yeah, I did see this knockout. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, just oh god. I know. Even I though know. Even, eleven I think, seconds. Yeah. I think the referee need the guy the guy on the ground in the face trying to get <laughs> BJ Pin off of him. <laughs> is this the one where he hops over the cage and literally just sprints up the sprints out of there? Oh, they didn't show that, but that, they didn't do that. Maybe that, that was Jen's pulver. That There's one where he knocks out a dude, and he literally jumps over the cage and just sprints out. <laughs> and Joe Rogan's like, "BJ Penn, man of few words." <laughs> <laughs> Look at referee need him in the fucking head, trying to break him, break it up. That knockout right there reminds me a lot of the Vitor Wanderlei knockout, where Vitor backs him up to the cage and just tees off on him with like ten straight shots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I'm gonna go uh, BJ Penn uh, Rockem. What? All right. One of, the, one of the Trailblazers, just one of the best. Did you just you take know, BJ Penn and Rockem? You took Matt's pick and another pick. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> R- rapper comp. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. oh, Ricky. Rock- How did you not get that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think I've heard Rockem. I don't know who that is. Okay, he's he's one of like the. One of the trailblazers of hip hop, like very, very technically sound, awesome. Um, so that's kind of BJ Penn. Okay. BJ Penn had the best hands in the sport for a long time and one of the hardest punchers that there is. Also, though, the dude, uh, kind of, um, kind of invented the, the rubber guard as far as use in the UFC because the dude could literally like bend his leg all the way up behind his head. And so that's kind of rubber guard is what they call that. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's, yeah. he was just a special dude. Yeah. I think only the, the one of the only knocks about him is. So you it was... took rock him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah. I love, I love that everybody like forgot about what Andy was doing already. <laughs> oh, that thing. That's right. <laughs> what were you saying, Matt? Oh, no, I was, I was going to say, I think the one of the only knocks about him was his, um, he didn't have, I mean, <laughs> Uh, his lack of training. He didn't. He he wouldn't really go all out in his training. He he had, yeah. He, yeah. He liked the drive to finish. You know, that's. I think that's probably one of the only only knocks on him. 
Well, and I think that's that's a product of coming from money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything handed um, to him his whole freaking life. But the funny thing is, the dude was Pencils, literally a fighter; would fight anybody. Markers, time, so. BJ Pencils pins, and markers. BJ you know, <laughs> everyone's just handing him st- any, anytime he wants one. <laughs> BJ Pins. Hey, BJ Spin. Here it is. <laughs> wow. Um, all right, I know where I'm going to go with this. All right, with your fifth gonna, pick. Yeah, I'm going to go. Well. This is my what is AJ my highlighter. Wait, no, you just pick, you just pick <laughs> Ra- you just pick Raheem. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fourth pick. Yeah. All right, I'm going to take. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Trailblazer. I'm going to take the guy that really got this shit started, really got it high hopping. I'm going to take Hoist Gracie. Okay. It's a good pick. Is that, is that spelled with an R? Yeah, yes. it is. And you're saying hoist though? Yes. So, but it's spelled with an R though. Everybody that in their is, family. That is correct. Everybody in their family, their name begins with an R, and it <laughs> doesn't begin with an R at all. And it's like an H. Is, is yeah. his nickname Holler Helion? Is, all is of them. Hoist's nickname Royce? Hoist <laughs> <laughs> Royce. Hoist to five nine. <laughs> is that is a that, rapper? Is that who you're gonna compare him to? <laughs> no, 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 it's not. I mean it's pretty solid if you do. I'm gonna give him Grandmaster Flash. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, go way back. You know, <laughs> Trailblazer I was, style. I was gonna pick this guy only because Joe Rogan always talks about him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he's why why the sport was created, basically, in the sense of um like when they were talking about James, you would love this. They were literally talking about for the first UFC fight ever, like where they were doing, they were trying to figure out what is the best fighting style. Right. Yeah. But there was a a bunch of different crazy ideas for how the ring would be. And they came up with the octagon, but at one point they were literally going to have water outside of the octagon and crocodiles. Yes. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. That's awesome. The water. They were going to have that. They like, finally someone's like, yeah, no, we probably shouldn't go that far. Dude. Then they talked about like uh, doing like barbed wire and stuff too. Right. Yeah. 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 Top of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't you see like somebody just going nuts and like knocking somebody out and then tossing them into the crocodile (laughs) pond. Especially back then. Like (laughs) there was like like, no rules, but fucking, Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. Like a Chuck Liddell on cocaine <laughs> yeah. and he just hoists, he just hoists Royce, hoists up and throws him into the hoistadile pin. <laughs> I just envisioned this being a tournament style that, uh, uh, who's your guy that, that, uh, does, uh, hella splits? And he would have been in Jean, all those blood sport. Jean-Claude I, I envisioned Jean Claude Van Damme being in a tournament style. With with that being around him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then was, he he gets thrown over the over the thing, and he wakes up and does a split over the crocodile pond, so he doesn't <laughs> yeah. actually go in. And then some eighties <laughs> inspirational music pops on. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually watching something where they were talking about the first UFC and how, you know, out of that, I'll throw his name out. He'll probably get picked eventually anyway. But uh, like him and Shamrock, like that feud almost never happened because. It was originally, I think, one of his like his brothers or whatever. Yeah, Helio. Yeah, and then they were like, 
no, no, let's have Hoist do it because he's smaller, and we want to yeah. prove how like dominant this fighting style is. Yeah, you're talking correct. About, yeah, you're talking about oh, wow. GSP being bodied up. Helio was bodied up, yeah. and yeah. they were gonna they were gonna put him in, but then they said no. We want to show off how how our our jujitsu is the best. Yeah, we want to send Royce in, and yeah, yeah. and then, and then on the, they said on the other end of that too, where Shamrock, he was he was going to send a fighter from the lion's den and they were yep. like, well, why don't we just have you do it? You're clearly the best. Like if you're the one teaching them, you should be the guy doing it. He's like, Oh, okay. And then like, it became like, you know, like one of the biggest feuds. I mean, it's really what got it started was, yeah, was should, those two. You should look that one up well, actually. It, See the size difference between the two. I mean, Ken yeah. was like all steroided oh, yeah. out. I mean, he was, I mean, it, this should be the you know the poster boy for steroids back yeah. in the day. I mean, he was yeah. insane. Shamrock was coming from what was uh, First, pancreas? Crazy. Is that what that was called? Yeah, yeah, the yeah pancreas. Yeah, but it's crazy because uh, Gracie. So they did tournament style. Yeah, um, basically that they were going. So he fought three times that night in the first UFC ever. Yeah, uh, one in submission, uh, won another submission, and won a third submission to kind of win the whole event. And so he's the guy that literally won the first, you know, UFC tournament and they put him against like all these, all these different fighting styles. Yeah. And yeah, they were just trying to show Gracie Jiu Jitsu is, is kind of the best style of fighting basically. Yep. So, the and they really wanted it for their yeah, schools. Yeah. Well, yeah, yep. yeah. It was all, yeah, it was all about the different styles like with that first one. Yeah. Yeah, instead of instead of them encompassing all the styles in one yeah. fighter, it was really just each fighter from each style, yeah. boxing, yeah. wrestling. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. sumo, yeah. there was uh, kickboxing. And... How about that black dude that had one boxing glove on, one bare yes. hand? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like our character from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Wish Gracie's just... I hate important. the matches just that just end up on the ground for like the entire fucking time. Yeah. Well, and that's how it ended up being because it was like it was trying to eventually just take a couple punches, get taken down or whatever, and then just try to kind of outlast them and then get the submission. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Gracie's Jiu-Jitsu blew up. You know, really in part to this. Yeah. And yeah, now you know. Now, like, BJJ is, like, one of the, you know, obviously, it's, like, the, it's the base of all UFC now, so. Yeah. And what, one, one thing, I because I was watching all these things, and they, they were talking about how, like, the first one, like, you know, they mentioned, like, soon, but wrestling wasn't actually a fight class that they, they won under or whatever. Yeah. Like. Right. And then they realized, I think it was with Severin in, like, two or three that they were, like, yeah, oh, he beat we Severn. Include this, <laughs> right? He beat Dan Severn, which, when you look at that size difference, yeah. was incredible. What, what <laughs> happened here? He just got him in a choke. He did. Why are they filming it like this? Because they didn't know what how to film. Like this, this is this is like seventies porn where they're close up with a dick, <laughs> and, yeah. and they're like, all you're seeing is their two heads. You know what's yeah. funny is they probably were using porn people. Like, <laughs> you know, this actually, like yeah, they probably porn. were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even see what happened. Next thing, I, I thought Ken Shamrock just fell asleep because it was such a boring fight. <laughs> don't, you like, like, don't you like immediately picks him up and then raises Hoist's hand? Just yeah, there's like yeah. no judges call out or anything. Yeah. <laughs> he wins. I know it's so crazy like that. Like the fact that he's in like a full gi right there is yeah. ridiculous. Like yeah. like you could totally use that to choke 
him out. <laughs> I think Royce Gracie probably uh, <laughs> he probably jo- drove home in his Rolls Royce right after that. <laughs> well, you know it's funny if you actually did the same thing on uh, his last name as you did his first name. What would his name be, James? Royce. Gacy? I don't know. Voice <laughs> <laughs> <Police> Gacy. Voice <laughs> Gacy. Yeah. Uh, that was funnier in my head. Well, no, it's still hilarious. Um, so, yeah. All right, what do you got? I'm gonna, number four. Number four. Oh, number wait five. a second. Wait a second, wait, guys. This is four for him. Uh, Jabroni oh, University presents. Yeah. We're not at our figure fourth. Figure four. We're not at our fourth pick yet. Oh, we're not? No, you're about to make your fourth pick. I just made my fourth pick. And that was your yeah. third pick. Yeah, that was that was third. Hoist. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah. This is number four, that's it? Yeah, this is number four. Okay, well, then I'm going to take Jose Aldo. Oh. How do you spell that? <laughs> like Jose. Okay, well... Is it Rose? How do you spell, how do you say <laughs> Jose then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's Jose Aldo. Um, Aldo what? <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. Is it A-L-D-O, Aldo? Yeah, yeah. Jose, yeah, it is. Jose. Okay, got it. Okay. Jose so, Aldi's. <laughs> Jose Aldo um, is just, he's one of the best ever. His leg kicks are just simply insane because he was like a high-level soccer dude. And he came in fairly young. Um, he's He came from the streets of Brazil, and he's just nasty with everything he does. He had nasty knees. Um, he's one of the greatest champions of all time. Um, Connor beat him. That's really his his only loss um, is to, to Connor, which Connor basically just got in his head. And got that 13 second knockout. Yeah. But before that, Aldo was dominating anybody and everybody. And actually after that too, Connor just won't get a second run with him in yeah. there. But, um, but Aldo's, he's incredible. He's, he's one of the greatest ever. Um, let's see. I'll compare him to Lil Wayne. I'll give him Lil Wayne. All right. Louisi, yeah. so high up he got birds in his condo. Because like you know I mean? he started, <laughs> he started fairly young, and then he just he came in hard as hell, and he's he was one of the best for for a long period of time. Um, undefeated and for so, ten yeah. years, yeah. yeah, undefeated for ten years, uh, first ever featherweight champion in the UFC. Yeah, I mean, well, Andy Tucci. was talking about Dan Henderson. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but Lil, um, Lil Tunchy, Matt, what do you got for your? <laughs> Pick. John Cena, I think. No, no. <laughs> um, no I'm, I'm going to go with. <laughs> I'm going to go with Shane McMahon and yeah, my time. The, 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 big, the big show. Even though he never fought in the UFC. He did fight that sumo wrestler. Uh, uh, um, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Randy Couture. Oh, um, I love his hand bends. Yeah. Captain America. Yeah. Natural. America. But uh yeah, no, he's uh you know, he's another guy when you talk about old school UFC, he's another guy that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh it's a shame that they're you know, they kinda of blacklisted him from the UFC now, but why is he you know, blacklisted? 
him and Dana just uh what happened is he kind of stabbed Dana in the back and went to Bellator and then did a, a TV show like Bellator tried to do like a one-off like with uh like a almost like an ultimate fighter type you know yeah TV channel yeah like a TV show yeah and um Dana told him don't go on that show and you know he went on it anyway so that's why you won't find him in the video games anymore or anything like really? that. really yeah what's yeah. that it's oh man yeah so yeah, Dana I, White's a pretty petty guy. Isn't oh he? yeah. Again, yeah. this is one of the uh, you know few fighters to hold a championship in two weight classes. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, see, Couture. This was this. I I wanted to take him, but like I was just going off of like talent level of fighters. But Couture is one of my favorite fighters of all time. Um, that dude. What? Yeah. Like Goldberg said, that guy is my hero. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like, uh, you were mentioning, um, off, off the recording about, uh, Tim Sylvia fight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tim Sylvia, like, that was crazy. He was a, so Randy Couture had retired and was a UFC Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. literally, they, they put him into the Hall of Fame for the UFC. He was like, you know what? I think I can beat this big ass beast. Um, I, I think I got the right game plan to beat him and came out of retirement. That's one of the greatest UFC moments ever. Did he beat him? Yeah, yeah, knocked him out. Oh wow. Yeah. It was it was um it was a crazy fight. Uh I mean and then it was also like a uh he came back in a time where they needed him most with I mean, it yeah. was Andre Arvlowski versus Tim Sylvie every other weekend for the heavyweight belt. I mean they were trading yeah. yeah you it know, was kind of a downtime for the heavyweight division. You so. know, something you guys may not know about Randy Couture is that he was a purse salesman before he became a UFC fighter. <laughs> it's actually, uh, I got, thought you were going to say he was in the military. Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say no, something you may not know is he didn't really start uh, fighting in the U or in the UFC till he was thirty three years old. That's what I was going to no, say. I, th I thought I heard that yeah. that he was like older when he started. Well, yeah, yeah because he, he had, brought up the he, purse sales. Yeah, yeah, he had fifteen years in the purse sale business before he even started. Fighting. He didn't. He didn't you start know. mixed martial arts. I think till hey, he was thirty or thirty-one. If you're trying to sell purses, best thing to do is bulk up and look good to the ladies. You know what I mean? And right. Yeah. Well, little known, like, uh, like he ended up. He became such a fan favorite that girls everywhere started wearing uh, uh, pants that said Couture on the back. Uh, of them. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. He's like he's super filthy rich now from all of his fashion well, line and everything. Look, look, <laughs> yeah. look at these two things; like they're almost the same. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's in like the Expendables, and um, he's in some you know bad action movies and stuff. So yeah. credit to him. Mark, yeah, Mark Coleman. I don't, I don't know who he is. Maybe somebody will pick him, but they, he could basically be. He's like Randy Couture's stand-in. He's like his double. <laughs> hey, I can't fight tonight, Mark. Can you jump in for me? Almost, almost. <laughs> oh, man. It's like Records the exact same yeah. guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, eighteen, ten, and zero. Like that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, Couture was the man. Yeah. yeah, he is unbelievable. All right, Drew, you picking Mark Coleman. He kind oh, of and, and Couture hammer? started his style too, actually, real quick. Yeah, Couture fashion, kind of fashion style. Well, the dirty yeah, boxing. that <laughs> that and dirty boxing, correct? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He started purses and dirty boxing. What is yep. dirty boxing? It's it's like a you know just up close in your face you know just style fighting. Oh, you know? Okay. Yeah, like fighting, getting the in clinch. the clinch and yeah. kind of throwing like little small jabs and like. 
just kind of throwing some shoulders in there and like just roughing them up against the cage. You just you looked know? like you were dancing. <laughs> like, like a hip hop song got to you and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, um, oh right. damn. Speaking of which, I got to give Randy Couture a rapper. I would um, say he's like one of the members of the Beastie Boys. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what? Yeah. Him, Let's him give him and, Mike D. Mike yeah. Him D. and Mark Coleman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with one that it might not be on anyone's list. Um, I just, I like well, it's this, on yours. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like the fact that like guys, everybody knows I'm a wrestling fan. Uh, and this guy, God, I, I feel like there's a lot of money on the table for him. If he ever does switch over and I'm going with Chael Sonnen. Yes. Oh, I wish like, you'd go to WWE, man. He is, oh, oh you, man. You talk about shit talkers. He's got to be right under Connor, like that was gonna be my yeah. fifth pick. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. Is Chael Sonnen spelled with an R in yes. any way? <laughs> it's a C H A E L E, I think. No E at the end. Oh, okay, and then S O N N E N. Correct. So he's a heel in everything he does. Like when it comes to like entertainment stuff, yeah. oh, like, I, actually, this is not UFC related, but it was hilarious. Uh, he was on the uh, celebrity apprentice with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, the dude, they Who had a project. Yeah, yeah. 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 And his team had a project and they weren't going to get it done in time. So what he did, <laughs> he ended up getting kicked off the show for it. But, uh, what he ended up doing is cutting the wire and basically saying, hey, they couldn't get it done because of technical difficulties. <laughs> he literally took a pair of, of scissors and snipped the power wire to the computer. And like yeah. his whole team was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and he's know. like, hey, I bought us more time. Yeah. But, then they, but then they sold him out in the boardroom and he ended up getting fired. Oh, my God. <laughs> Those bitches. Have you ever heard? <laughs> you ever heard him talk trash? And he's like, "I won the Apprentice. I, I've never lost a round in the UFC. I never, I never lost <laughs> yeah, a fight." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, that's what I love. Like, you know, a lot of these guys, like, you know, you'll you'll pull up like highlights, and it'll be like, you know, their knockouts, submissions. His is just best trash talking. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, he was beating Anderson Silva. He had Anderson Silva built. Destroying. Oh, he, he, in UFC destroying. 117, Matt Hughes' last uh, UFC fight. Yeah. What? Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> no, no, he is. He is right. Yeah. When he fought Silva at UFC 17, and Sonnen, he, and he, Chael Sonnen. Yeah. And that was, yeah. Yeah, that was Matt Hughes lost to BJ Penn. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's Matt Hughes' last but, fight in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See? But. Oh, but so he was beating, uh, uh, Anderson Silva. At the time, everybody, there was no question. Anderson Silva was the goat. Um, I'm, like, I'm like a UFC encyclopedia. Ask me anything. <laughs> you kind of are. Ask You're me like a, Drew with hot ones. Ask me. Um, <laughs> I just saw how you saw. Yeah, I was like, I was like, how the hell did you know that? Like, sun is not up there. And then I just saw like, okay. Oh my God. So, so he had a had a beat for four and a half rounds. And then uh, Anderson got a triangle on him and beat him. So uh, that was Chael's closest opportunity to win a championship and uh, didn't get it done. But that guy, yeah, yeah. his trash talk game, like 
at the time was the greatest ever until Connor came onto yeah. the scene. The the funniest um, thing about that was like he was like nineteen nineties wrestling brought into two thousands UFC. Like he was mm-hmm. like he was like um uh, what what era was that? The Attitude Era. Yeah. It was like Attitude Era, yeah, yeah. like level, like a WWE. <laughs> you know, it was, it was the yeah. Best. And he didn't have the complete package as a fighter. Like literally, he's just is yeah, he a was, superb wrestler. Oh, ground and pound, and, yeah. and that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and you know the the funny thing about that that first fight with Silva was that was like the most lazy triangle I've ever seen thrown up. It's almost I know, it's like I know. Chael literally just found a way to lose that fight, like pretty much. <laughs> yeah, destroyed him for four rounds. Knocked. I mean, for him not to be like a, a great boxer, and he knocked Silva down. I think like three times. Yeah, with stand up punches. Get, well, it's because the same thing happened with like like with Connor, um, like these guys got in their opponent's head. And like the, like Silva got screwed up. Aldo got screwed up. Um, you know, from Connor and, um, you know, from Chael, just the talk that happened. Like it really messed their head up. Um, which is a credit to the trash talking. If you can convert trash talking into messing with your opponent, like yeah. inside of the, the octagon, that's, that's a, that's a big accomplishment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Chael did do that. Yeah, yeah, he did. One of the one of the best like uh, like interviews I've seen had to be when uh, Chael was interviewed with Michael Bisbing on Fox, and like Michael was mm-hmm. just sitting there looking at him like, "Do you believe any of the crap that comes out of your mouth?" And Chael's just looking at him, saying the most outrageous stuff to him. <laughs> like, he's like, "Michael's like, you say you've never lost a round, but we we saw you lose to Silva." He's like, "No, I didn't." <laughs> he's like yes you did he's like no i won that fight i'm the middleweight champion he's like, I actually... he said he was going to oh brazil hated him for a long time oh and dude. they were actually nervous to have him go into brazil um he was talking about a brazilian fighter legend and said something about um the Nagara brothers and how he, he uh he was like riding one of their backs or something, and he had like a stick with a carrot in front of it so they could keep going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or and then something the, like that. Yeah, like uh, uh, another story he talked about was uh, how the Nogueira brothers were trying to feed a bus a carrot. Like he's yes, like, he's yeah, like he yeah, was yeah. gonna wrangle it and take it home with him. He was trying to feed. The, <laughs> he was literally stuffing a carrot into the grill. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I remember seeing a fight where Chael beat somebody and then they had an interview after the match with the guy he beat and the guy was like they said what do you think happened out there and the guy goes you know when it rains it chails so anyways my next <laughs> pick oh god <laughs> <laughs> so oh my, my next god. pick please tell me to stop recording <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, we got that one that one's, that one's locked in um, let's see here. I did take a screenshot of some, uh, Joe Rogan video here. And, uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and go with for my next pick. Oh, by the way, hold up. Uh, Chael Sonnen is 50 cent. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that okay. comparison. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's not going to help me because all those people have already been picked. So I got to go to the board here. You know, you know, you could also you could also call Connor almost the Eminem of of uh, yeah, you could because yeah. he's the best trash talker. Everybody, nobody wants to rap battle Eminem. I mean, right? That'd be another good one. Yeah. Okay, but, like that one too. Um, Save an Eminem for somebody that I might take fifth. Uh, 
There was a kid I knew in high school that uh, I hated. And uh, I'm going to, I didn't hate him. Hate's a strong word, but definitely wasn't going to hang out with him at any point in my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, in honor of him, I'm going to go with Robert Whitaker. All right. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, 21 and 4. Uh, Unorthodox, I, I, striking, wait. you know? Was that kid's name Robert Whitaker? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, was he a fan of him? Why, why, are, we, why are we talking about him? Um, I mean, he spelled, with a leg he spelled reach of his name with inches. an H, though. It was Hobbert. Hobbert Whitaker, but it sounded like Hobbert. Hobbert Whitaker. I... Okay, so Robert Whitaker is a freaking beast. He's an up and comer. He has no business be touching this list at all. I love but, this guy. Yeah, no. I love this guy so much. <laughs> I think he's he got really more... good though. Dude, his nickname is the Reaper. Yeah. Uh, wait, the Raper? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> probably. He's, he... he's a male that's a celebrity, so he probably is. When yeah. he's not reaping, he's raping, yeah. you know? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I would pay anything for an announcer to screw that up and just be like, Robert the Raper Whitaker. <laughs> the Raper Whitaker. Well, and I think Robert Whitaker might be on this card coming up. Um, no, no, no. He just, he just fought, uh, he Yo, just Yoel. Fought. Yeah. Yoel. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they want to, they want to make that a third fight. He, they try to yeah. say it was a rubber match. He beat him twice. You know what I'm saying? That, that's insane. When you see like what Yoel's done, I mean, if, yeah. If Yoel was a little younger, I could see him ending up on this list eventually in the top five. I mean, he's yeah. Maybe if he would have came over earlier and all that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's sad to see some of these guys never get in. Dude, like he he should have been here a lot earlier. This guy is like top eleven pound for pound fighter. You know. Current. Yeah. <laughs> current. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's in the yeah. Top, wow. He's, uh, he's in the top fifteen, dude. Pound I, for pound. Uh, I got nothing. I thought I thought you were uh, gonna. I mean, I guess. All right, if I'm gonna give him, uh, I guess if I'm gonna give him a rapper, I gotta I gotta give him a new school rapper who could be, you know, really good in time. So well, I'll well, go. Uh, I'm gonna give him like a six, six nine you. six nine. Oh my god! I will. I, oh, I hate both of you guys right now. At least I'm not gonna give him XXX Tentacion. Yeah, um, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, Why? Because he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, uh, I'll give. I've never heard either of these things. Oh, okay. Because well, they're, they're crappy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gosh. Wait, is that. That's a person? I'll yes. give Robert Whitaker Joyner Lucas. Joyner Lucas. Yeah. That guy's awesome. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So Robert Whitaker's on his way up, dude. You know, that's what I'm saying about this guy is like, he's going to be one of the greats. One of the, you know, he's, he's already on the list of these guys. He's going to be, he's moving up, you know, his, he's, he's literally his, a middleweight. His stock is rising. I'll tell you what. He's, he's a middleweight and he's the champion yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. He, he, and he weighs 185 pounds. Yeah. Exactly. As a middleweight. Exactly. He's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just a man. Yeah. With a penis and two thighs, yeah, you know, he's, yeah, he's a champion, you guys. He's yeah, six foot tall, you know, seventy three inch reach, <laughs> forty three inch leg reach, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. yeah, he's yeah, well, from New Zealand. That was our fourth pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all and right. So for my fifth pick, let's see here. Whoop. 
Hold oh, up. Before before we go You're on. You're going to ignore our sponsors? Oh, yes. Uh, geez, man. I always I always uh, forget, but I never forget to remember. Jabroni University. <laughs> That's right. Go figure, yeah. James. Go figure that you would fuck that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah go figure. Go figure. Um, if uh, if you don't know what this is, uh, old uh, two scoops. Um, <laughs> two scoops. We're uh, <laughs> two strokes. <laughs> yeah, two strokes. Yeah, uh, two strokes. Uh, Jabroni University uh, sponsors us. They're a wrestling based podcast, and uh, they sponsor us for a little segment called Figure Four. Figure Four. Um, yeah. Figure Four. So we just like, kind of basically Rick, what Rick this Flair? What, what this what? is? This is an it, this is a it fi- like go figure. You know, like yeah. You know, something something happened. We're gonna we're gonna talk about something that basically it's, it's either gonna be a rant or like just something you've noticed over the last week. You want to bring to everybody's attention. Yeah. So just yeah. like just like it talk, could be just, the coolest just, thing. It could be the show you're watching. Whatever. Yeah. We'll go. It, it we'll could see. be anything. So just go outrageous. You can like go Trump. fourth. You can go fourth. Trump. How so about can... that guy? <laughs> just yeah. I mean, go figure. You could, but go you, you can go fourth and and uh, see how it goes down. I went first last week, so Drew James, who wants to go first this week? I'll go first because I All right. I actually posted this and you know. Go go to our Wednesday uh, last Wednesday's Twitter feed and look up the cartoon version of the Wu Tang song "Protect Your Neck." I came across it this week. I've watched that video like ten times. I love it. Okay, so that's your that's I don't know whatever the good thing I've seen this week. What was it? Yeah, sharpshooter. That's, that's the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, yeah. Yeah. All right, that's the sharpshooter. Yeah. All right, nice, James. What do you got? Bring some positivity. I was angry last week. I want to well, get the balance. Yeah. I want to take that estrogen to bring up, bring down my testosterone. Here's what I want to talk about. <laughs> Here's what I want to talk about. So, though, last week on the draft podcast, we drafted TJ Miller moments, mm-hmm. and yes. uh, you know we had a little interaction with TJ on Twitter, and you know it's funny how in a society. I was happy that TJ responded originally, and then I we start tagging TJ in posts after we after we do this moments podcast, and I, I'm thinking, man, he's not going to like any of this stuff, you know. That's all over now. But then, go figure. My pessimism is because of the way the world is right now. And three days later, TJ Miller went through and liked every single post that we have posted about him. About him and about <laughs> including about a post that didn't even feature yeah. his name in. Post that had nothing to do with him, just something he thought was funny, you know. So uh, go figure. I'm a pessimist, but TJ Miller's still awesome. So go figure. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, go figure. It's July, and America complains about all kinds of uh, stuff um, in terms of like uh, you know, ah, there's no sports on TV. In July and all that kind of stuff because I don't really count baseball, but go figure. The Son World Cup is on. I'm gonna hit end. The World <laughs> Cup is on, and it has been amazing. Yeah. It has been amazing. And go figure that you know something that the U.S. is not a part of, but will be in 2026 when they come to the United States, which Why? we should all be there rooting them on. Do, do they get an automatic entry? Potentially. Potentially. We'll see. <laughs> so, so go figure this World Cup's going on. And this leads me to my next point. We've got guys that are 13 to 16 years old right now that are that are super high-level athletes that are playing, 
you know, football and basketball and stuff like that. What we need to do is take these super athletes, and I don't know if this is some sort of government subsidization thing, you know, to the families of these athletes. Let's get these athletes put into our U.S. soccer, you know, system, and and let's see what, what happens when we have guys like Odell Beckham, who was a soccer star and then went to football. Let's see when we have guys like that actually join the U.S. team. See how our country does at soccer at that point. Yeah. I want to see the dream team of soccer for the USA be out there in 2026 when we're hosting the World Cup. The problem is America, American, especially American kids, just want fame and money. So if they're going to do anything, they'd rather get paid $20 million to be a wide receiver than get paid 20000 to be a soccer star. But here's the thing. You can make a shit ton of money overseas. What I'm saying is government step in, say, hey, like to the people that like make it to that level, there's some sort of like big endorsement, big, you know, whatever it is where you're going to get hooked up like you would if you were be like a big time athlete in one of the yeah. other sports. So you want Let's the government to make the shit happen. You want the government to get involved in, in damn right. promoting athletes to play soccer. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Simply for the 2026 World it's, Cup. I feel like this is like Let's breaking not get news. Donald Trump wants the government to pay for soccer players yeah. to play. If we can have a space army, why can't we have good soccer? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Go figure. Go figure. Go figure. Matt, anything cool happen this week? Anything you want to tell us about well speaking of that uh you know go figure you know everything that goes on in the world today you know everybody's expecting the next big thing how about trump announcing space force yeah yeah I, that yeah. was actually a go figure last week but you know, yeah, okay, I mean, yeah we can still uh, that's talk a about double it. go figure i was, just, I was yeah. just gonna say you know this uh, what's this guy gonna hit us with next you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's not a bad thing or a good thing or anything yeah. but like it's a, it's gonna be an ocean army yeah, yeah. yeah. the navy <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andy had the name for that the abyss like, the abyss squad or something like that yeah like why don't we have like an underground army too while we're at it you know like yeah. we've got to beat them underground they're gonna start yeah. mining tomorrow we need to be the first to get there <laughs> I like that the lizard so people are gonna need, come out we, of the earth I, I like that we, <laughs> we need the I mole also, force I like, also like that they you know pretty much cut the government funding for NASA yeah. but oh yeah, yeah. I think but, what oh we by need, the way what we're gonna send Soldiers, we need par- <laughs> we need paranormal a paranormal army. Yeah, yeah. we need to we fight need, ghosts, the we, Ghostbusters. Yeah, we yeah, ghost yeah ghost, ghost we, need a, we do need a real squad of Ghostbusters. Yeah, we need, yeah, a, we yeah. need a lizard people army because lizard people mm-hmm. are gonna rise up and take. I well, mean, they, they already are. are. What they already are, but eventually they're gonna they're gonna want to be. I want you know. Right now, we're all about individualization. You know, lizard people don't want to just mm-hmm. pretend to be humans the rest of their lizard lives. So. We need a lizard army to protect ourselves when they start. That's right. What about the the twelfth branch, the the mole force? (laughs) (laughs) We need to fight underground. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of fighting, it's fight week. And uh, James, what's your fifth pick? Fifth pick? Oh man! Oh wow! Okay, for my fifth pick, let's see here. Let me close my eyes and just pick the first. I'm actually going to go with Ken Shamrock. (laughs) Good lord. Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. The world's most dangerous man. I'm going with Ken Shamrock. Ken Shamrock. The okay. world's most dangerous man. All right. The Gindaloon. Ken Shamrock shake. All right. 
Yeah, Ken Shamrock uh, got beat by Hoist Gracie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lion's yeah. Den, though, was iconic, man. I, this is really hard to talk about this pick, considering I have a fifth pick coming up. He's... Is what I'll say. Shamrock is known as one of the most. I'm kind of giving stuff away. Yeah. yeah, and his yeah, nickname. He, he, I mean, we've already mentioned him, so like, he, it's fine if. Which his, one? His nickname was the world's most dangerous man. You can oh, only yeah. give that to one guy. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'll I'll get into it. All right. All right. He's Ken the, Shamrock, <laughs> who yeah. was also only one person can be called that, and it's Ken Shamrock. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. He, he, he was one of the most successful early UFC fighters. So. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, like, he was, uh, in, in wrestling. Yeah, honestly, like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> he was over in the WWF at the time. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I'm not gonna lie, like. And he's trying to be serious over is, there and we're just fucking saying You guys are reading fat. Hey. Hey, you know what? Like, honestly, I didn't know what the UFC was until he came into WWE. Yeah. They were like, you know, they talked about him, like, and I was like, wait, what is UFC? And then, like, you know, in like ninety six, ninety seven, whenever that uh, seven. Steve Blackman, that you're talking about? No, no, Shamrock. Oh uh, no, no, no! I know. What I'm saying is that the in that wasn't that one of his first wrestling yeah, matches? Yeah, like yeah, he had like yeah. a huge beef with like Steve Blackman. Yeah, because he was, was like yeah. a, uh, karate. Yeah, he uh, was like the karate fighter in you and uh, yeah. WWE at the time. Yeah, yeah, but he came in and I'm like, you know, there's all this hype, and I'm like, oh, what is this? And I remember, man, I remember there was this magazine my brother got like because we were huge, like we loved that grappling style. And there was this grappling magazine that had like all these submissions in it. And like, we fucking, like that, we were like, cause we, you know, we of course had our own background, our backyard fed. And like, we would look through that, like, oh, this is one that I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. Like, just like trying to learn these little grapples. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, yeah, Ken Shamrock like came in and, and yeah, is the baddest dude on the planet. And, uh, no, the world's he was most fun dangerous and, man. Or the world's <laughs> most dangerous man, yeah. Um, uh, whatever. Um, Wait, baddest man on the planet? That's Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who also came into WWE around that time. That, that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> but yeah, Sh- you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get into it. So Shamrock had... Shamrock is one of the reasons that we got UFC feuds. Yeah. Uh, Shamrock's feud with whatever, I'll say it now, Tito Ortiz... Um, is really what brought me into the sport of MMA. So Tito and Ken really had that, that, that first big feud where, uh, you know, Tito, uh, fought one of his guys, Guy Mesker, uh, wore a shirt that said, Gay Mesker is my bitch. Ken Shamrock got all pissed off. Tito used to do the burial thing where he would scoop up. He would do this, like, uh, take a, um, a shovel and like he's scooping up dirt yeah. and then he would push the body in. And then he would cover it up like he was covered. And then he would put the, the, like the headstone or whatever in the ground. And like, so he was doing that. And Ken Shamrock was like trying to get into the cage from over and fight Tito. And really that whole thing blew up, which really created, uh, the first big rivalry in the UFC. And that's when people really started tuning in because conflict gets people tuned in. And these two were the first ones that did it. And Ken Shamrock has to be mentioned because he was a big part of of that whole, you know, feud, obviously. Well, you know, I really – I used to like Ken Shamrock when he was in WWE. So, I mean, I don't know. I uh, That's really why I'm – that's really why I picked him, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But also, so Ken you know, Shamrock was the guy that was like, "Get off my lawn," and Tito was the kid, you know, doing a paper yeah, route, yeah, and would like take a shit on his lawn when he went by or something. <laughs> Pee in his coffee pot. <laughs> That's a pretty. Yeah. What does he hang off the side of the bike, take a shit on the lawn, and just keep going? <laughs> drive by, drive by shitting. <laughs> Uh, and then Ken Shamrock's chasing him down. This goddamn kid keeps shitting on my lawn. While Tito's like laughing and running away. Did you guys see that video? It just reminded me of a guy that was shitting outside of his car and he fell out of the car. He was hanging his ass out the window and then like the thing broke and he fell out. Holy shit. <laughs> See you later, King yeah. Four Leaf Clover. <laughs> I'm going to give Ken Shamrock Chuck D from Public Enemy. Okay. Oh, I like that. Right. Yeah, that's good. Right. That's real good. All right. All right, Drew. Who's... Drew, what do you got for your All right. Pick? You know, obviously there's, there's, uh, there's, there's no escape, um, that I'm just a wrestling guy who sometimes knows something about UFC. So I'm taking Brock Lesnar. Okay. Fuck it. Nice. <laughs> One of the quickest ones. Nice. Yeah. I mean, again, that was, you know, People say that was just the circumstances of who had the belt and all that kind of stuff. And but man, this was nah. This was uh like you, again. He's that he was the, when he's there. People, you know, it's appointment watching. They're like, oh yeah, we we can do that, but you know, I got to be home by at least nine because that's when I the pay per view starts. So. Like people wanted to see him get his ass kicked, like yeah, like and, yeah. And he was he was such a fucking asshole to everybody. Like it was amazing. Well, the the thing about Lesnar is he's like seeing this CM Punk thing happen. Yeah, you're seeing the difference yeah. between you're seeing the difference between a guy who's legit and a guy who's not yeah. legit. The Brock Lesnar when he came in came in as a division one you know champion. Yeah. I mean he he, mm-hmm. was, he was a monster. He's he he deserved to be in the UFC. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. do it as a hobby or. You know, he he did it because he had the skill. You know, yep. he, he's the now as as we go further. You know, I I don't know how much longer he'll last because you know skills are going. But um, like he was really he's a wrestler. He's more of old school UFC. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, give me one of the quickest ones to win a championship. I think he won the championship in three fights. Smoked, yeah, s- smoked another guy on my list, Randy Couture. So. Beat Randy Couture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, beat beat Shane Carwin, a legit fighter. I swear, I feel he's like, like yeah, Lesnar's fists are as big as his fucking head. Just like, I don't, yeah. they, just the way he fucking. Four X gloves. It seems like you'd be getting hit in the face with a fucking four, like yeah. half of a four by four. Just like. You basically are. Yeah. Had four, like they had to custom make gloves for his hand. Yeah. Because at the time, Shane Carwin actually had five X gloves. Yep. The only um, guy with bigger but, hands. Yeah. Yeah. But Brock, they had to customize new gloves to fit Brock's hands in. Yeah. yeah, they're saying they're saying Shane Carwin's are longer, but Brock's are wider. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. yeah so Brock, you were getting hit with like you were getting hit with a bunch of heavy ass lunch boxes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's like, dude, he's the scariest fucking guy in the world, yeah. in my opinion. And his speed, well, his speed is yeah, ridiculous yeah. for his size. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, even even at that two hundred fight, like you know, he was you know on on his little fucking uh, whatever he was taking, but. Like his again, his speed. Like he, I, I, you know, even now, like he's still pretty quick. I mean, he's he's lost some, but he was still pretty good against Mark Hunt. Yeah, well, yeah. To, to Andy's argument about age, the heavyweight division is ageless. You know, it's yeah. Like, and yeah. To, and and another thing, like like that's just a, a, a you know, 
that's that's another thing that just shows how good Brock Lesnar is. He fought a legit fighter, a guy that's dominated in other you know mm-hmm. in other areas you know in uh in other organizations. Mark Hunt destroyed people in Pride. He destroyed people. Yeah. You know? I mean, and, and look what Brock Lesnar did to him. Took him down. I mean, and dominated him. I mean, dude, Frank Mir. Like, yeah, for, yeah, he was Frank dominating Mir. the fight that Frank Mir won, yeah. and then he come came back and beat Frank Mir. Um, I mean, this is a dude that's had eight total fights. Uh, I think he's won five of them, and um, but like, he he just he was able to jump in and win a UFC belt with like. People were like, oh, you can't just come into the UFC and win a belt like that. You have to have years and years of training. And Brock was like, nah, I'm just going to come in and win the belt. <laughs> yeah. do. You know, so like the, this is we're talking about a dude that didn't play. He was he, he played high school football, did collegiate wrestling, went into the WWE and then decided to leave the WWE, went for a tryout with the Minnesota Vikings. And literally almost made the team after not playing since high school. And he was around 30 or something like that. And he he was on the last cuts that the Vikings made. And they had a stellar defensive line. And he almost made the team after not playing. He's just a different level athlete that we've never seen before. He's he's a guy that makes you realize there are differences in people. To say that that guy is just a human is just an – when you see yeah. when you see Randy Couture holding him up against the octagon, and you see that he's about twelve to like sixteen inches wider than Randy Couture is, like in the torso, <laughs> like he's a giant human being, like he's this, this, he's a freak of nature. Brock Lesnar's married to a WWE girl, right? Stable, right? Stable, stable, stable. 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 Yeah. <laughs> he's married to a horse. He's a, he, he got stable in the stable. Yeah, he's, he's, you he's know got what a saying? stable of hose. Do they have kids together? Off the cable, yeah. you know? Uh, I don't know if they have kids you know together, but I think I mean I know he has kids. He does, does have kids. Yeah. yeah, they have kids together. Okay. They do. And dude, I've heard he lives like ultra old school. Like has yeah. no electricity or something. Like has no cable. Yeah, he's in Canada. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. he was like living in North Dakota or something, and then like Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah he's living in like high then, North Minnesota, and then thought like he was too close to people still, so he moved like <laughs> into Saskatchewan, and like they said, it's literally like you know he, his house is like a mile and a half from a road, and like you say, so Sable lives in Saskatchewan with him. Yeah, and like yeah, you have to like yeah. to like to like get a hold of him. Like he literally like sk- like he doesn't carry like his phone with him. Like, you have to send like carrier pigeons. Yeah, like 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 yeah. I, I think it's, it's one like of Game of Thrones owl. I think <laughs> it's one of those deals. Like he'll turn his phone on for like an hour a day, and that's when you call Brock yeah. Lesnar. Yeah, like yeah. it's fucking amazing. Or, or Sable will have to relay the message to him. Yeah. You know when he comes back off his hunting trip. Yeah. 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 Wow. I, I like that pick. That was a yeah. good pick. Yeah. This man had diverticulitis too and beat yeah. that shit. So right. that's no, no kidding. Some right, impressive shit. But I, well, my question about the kids was, uh, I was wondering, are his kids like? Does he have any like boys that are just grown up to be fucking? beasts themselves oh, he know. does have boys i don't i don't know what they're it's very hard to understand what's going on in brock's personal life because yeah. yeah he's he just so talk, guarded yeah. yeah all right well good picture good pick matt what do damn. you got for number five uh hold up for for brock i'm gonna go with <laughs> damn oh. it. uh ll cool j <laughs> i'm gonna go with big daddy kane big daddy oh, yeah i like all that right, big daddy right. kane but, yeah you know, I say I say it's Ghostface. 
You know what? It is Ghostface. You're right. Because <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface is a big motherfucker, too. And, uh, like, just, like, he comes in and kills Just him. does not give uh, a fuck. Yeah. They're, yeah. Both, they're both killers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. But it's K-I-L-L-A-R. <laughs> Killar? No, uh, like, oh, oh, like the R is silent. <laughs> yes. The R is an H. Like Gacy? Yeah. 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 All, All right, Drew, what do you got? I, I got Brock Lesnar. Um, I think he's a really good pick. Matt, you got anything? <laughs> well, we actually were talking about him during a break. Um, I, I think I'm going to take uh, Frankie Edgar. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He, he was. Love Frankie. He came in and destroyed another guy on my list, BJ Penn. I mean, com- completely just. That was crazy. Him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, dominated him. I mean, the dude's got a granite chin. And, um, yeah, he was, I, in, my, in my opinion, I think he's one of the best lightweight champions there's been. So, I mean, and, and he's a true 145er who was fighting 155 because, you know, featherweight didn't exist at the time. So. One of the greatest walkouts there is. Like, he comes oh, yeah. out to Biggie. And he literally sprints to the cage. Oh, yeah. Like, everybody comes walking out. He, from the back, sprints to the damn cage because he's ready to fight. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, and he's one, of the, awesome. he's awesome. one of the original guys to do that, too. Like, a lot of guys copy him now. Like, Daniel Cormier now runs out to the cage. Or he was one of the first guys to, like, just book it to the cage. Yeah, yeah, because he was ready. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Man, I love that pick. I don't know um, who he is, so I, I would like to help you talk about him, but... <laughs> yeah, he's a little dude from uh Stat- is it not Stat- is it New York or Staten Island? I feel like he's- uh, it's Staten Island. Staten Island, okay. Yeah, it's not New York. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's from New Jersey. So I'm going to go with uh let's see. Uh I'm going to go with Jada Kiss. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um I right, am finishing this thing off. I wanted to use Biggie just because he runs out to Biggie, but I've already used Biggie, so I can't use him again. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. For my fifth fighter, see, I really wanted to take Tito, but I like I kind of already like mentioned him in the Ken Shamrock thing. Uh, uh, we, we mentioned Shamrock in the in the Royce Gracie. He's the, gonna pull a fast Royce one. Royce Gacy. That'll, that'll be his sixth pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 okay, all right. I will take, I'll take Daniel Cormier then. Okay, that's a good one. Wait, yep. So he... Tito, we br- we brought you up, Daniel Cormier. This is a dude that would be in the top five ever, ever if yeah? not for John Jones. If not for John Jones, people would be talking about him as being in the top five ever. And if he beats Stipe, people will talk about him being in the top five ever. Wow, man! I had of, I had him crossed up. I could have swore you picked him already, James. No, no, I was I was talking about him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I would I hear a lot of people argue that he's number uh, number one and number two with uh, John Jones. I heard yeah, I mean, it's I get it. Like literally, John Jones is the only person he's lost to, and John Jones is just the goat in my opinion. Um, the way Daniel Cormier. Like just abused Josh Barnett in Strike Force. Oh yeah, and then he, he was tossing him all around the damn place. Um, and the only reason Daniel Cormier went down to light heavyweight is because at the time Kane Velasquez, his good buddy, was the heavyweight champ. Because truthfully, Daniel Cormier should have been the heavyweight champ 
but he just stayed away from heavyweight just because his one of his good buddies was already the champ there. I'm going to pistol whip the next person that says Daniel Cormier. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Daniel Cormier um, is really, really good. Why are you guys all handing me your guns you know? right now? <laughs> <laughs> and with, with him, you know, it's, Look at what he did to Dan Henderson. He, like he, like that was just disrespectful. He said, "Sit yeah. down, sir. Sit down." <laughs> like, picked him up he's, over his head. He's crazy. <laughs> you know, and both of them are Olympic level wrestlers, and he just he, he kind of embarrassed them a little bit. But yeah, I mean, he he did give Jones his uh, like a full like ready to go Jones. He gave him his best because Gustafson Jones was on some shit. So yeah. Um, and, and but Jones didn't really prep. I mean, he he was on. Uh, he didn't prep really. Yeah. yeah, he just came in and fought that night. Whereas Cormier, that's another one where uh, the rivalry was so good, um, you know, and it really kind of elevated the sport while that was going on. Um, you know, so yeah, Daniel Cormier. Yeah, I, I'd like to see him uh, once once he gets this fight done. And it sounds like he may hang it up. He would be really awesome to see in the WWE. He's a huge fan. Yeah. He's a great wrestler. Uh, he's gotten really, really good at talking. I was going to say um, his, his commentary though is pretty damn good. Like his, uh, that's analysis and stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's where I see him yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he, he'd be an excellent fit and he'd be fun to, fun to see go over there. I just, uh, this is kind of off topic, but not really. At the bottom of the UFC website, it has a link where you can report fraudulent broadcasts, video, and merchandise. I bet you that that link has never been clicked. (laughs) (laughs) I was totally thinking that. (laughs) I'm enjoying this free broadcast. I'm sorry. Go report it. I'm sorry. Could you tell me where they are (laughs) that I can verify it before I put it in there (laughs) for the next eight years? (laughs) Getting back on topic, speaking of Daniel Cormier, it would be a sin with him being such a WWE fan, if he beats Stipe and we don't get to see him fight Brock. Yeah. I just, oh, I know. I, want to tell, I know. I just want to tell USADA, step to the side. Just go go over here and play for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Let these two guys play. And here's fight. the thing. In that matchup, I'm taking DC over Brock all day. Oh, yeah. Just the wrestling. I think his wrestling credentials. It's just... Yeah, I think he'll be able to out wrestle Brock, you know, out wrestle him and out stamina him, you know. He'll be able to. He'll well, and I think up. he'll be able to kind of out technical him, um, actually on the feet. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Dan- Daniel Cormier is is basically kind of a kind of a Brock in a way, in terms of like if Brock were to have dedicated himself just simply, you know, to MMA, you'd get something very similar to what you see in Daniel Cormier. Yeah, because yeah. I've I've heard rumors that uh, Brock never trained stand up. Like I, I heard an interview with Pat Barry, where he's talking about Brock. I mean, he brought Pat Barry in to teach him uh, stand up skills, and Brock just never works on it. It's strictly yeah. wrestling, and that's it. Never works on his stand up. And I and I well, that's the thing though. He's so powerful, he can get anyone down. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if he worked on it, those hands and those fucking arms and oh, the power that he has, if he worked on that yeah. shit. He could just fucking. Well, he, could, he caught uh, Couture. He oh, caught yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. And Couture was like, that's one of the hardest times I've been hit. And he didn't even know, like, yeah. technical aspects, how to punch correctly. But I got hit, and, like, I felt that shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, look what he did to Heath Herring. 
his second yeah. ever UFC fight. Dude, and he, he sent Heath Herring away flying. from MMA completely. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. he spanked him after he, like, sent him flying. Yeah, he stood over him and spanked he, his butt. Yeah, he did yeah. the rodeo thing and then spanked him and was laughing. Yeah. So disrespectful. But, yeah, Daniel Cormier. Um, yeah, I think that's a good way to, to finish off this. And then our honorable mentions are going to be, like, kind of our favorite fighters ever. That way we can – get into some of the fighters that maybe uh, don't reach the greatest list, but they, they are some of our favorite ones. So James, yeah. what do you got? Uh, first off, I'll just say rampage Jackson, just cause that dude is like fucking that dude's That's another awesome. scary guy. The just king scares, of the slam. He scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> um, his another, chain and his dog. How is awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah. Another, another guy I like, I can't think of his name, but, uh, it's the dude who fought, um, the dude who fought what's his face from WWE, the um, first fu- his first fight in the WWE, the fucking pipe bomb guy. You just said his CM name, Punk? CM, Punk. CM Punk. Oh, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall. Yeah, that yeah. guy. That guy. Because afterwards, that shit was funny. Like the way he was on mic and calling out the hey, Sage Corn Cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I like that guy. And uh, lastly, um, I'm gonna go ahead and say. Max Holloway, because that's the first name that I just read. <laughs> wow. Can we, Dude, uh, <laughs> Blessed is awesome. Max Holloway is fantastic. Yeah, blessed era. <laughs> that's right. But can we go a little off list for this one? Can we go with people that aren't in the UFC? No. Just for honorable – no, not even for honorable mentions? <laughs> you can say his name, but it's not going to count towards your honorable mention. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, well, you know, you just mentioned him, and I'm going to say it. I – I just love, I love listening to this guy talk and it's Sage Northcutt. Yeah. Like his interview, <laughs> like he's just happy, like, oh man, I'm just so happy. Oh, you know, if we could just like, he's just such the a Tim Tebow kid. of MMA. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man, dude, I totally Tim Tebow of oh, MMA. Yeah. yeah. If we could all just take a second to pray, I really enjoyed oh, yeah, my I fight. Like, I do like that guy too. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, I'm going to go Michael Bisbing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Best shit, like one of the best shit talkers of all time. Yeah, and you know, I mean, he showed up drunk to. He won his title, and he was like a normal human in the sense that he just got a whole bunch of beers and got shit faced and was talking shit to everybody. <laughs> like he just won his first title, and he got drunk and just started talking shit. It was hilarious. <laughs> how about how he just shit on Luke Rockhold? Like, oh man, sit, sit and Luke Rockhold was sitting right there. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like, uh, oh my god, that was good. I just, I just knocked you out, buddy. I just knocked you out, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sit down, ah, shut sit up. the fuck down. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Man, we just combined Connor and yeah, that, right? Yeah. And the fact, like, you know, like, him also, like, his commentary and, like, and, like it's, it's amazing that that guy is. Because, like, it, it seems like his accent has, like, somewhat gone away over the years. Like, yeah. like he's, like, I, I watched, like, early interviews and he was really hard to understand. And, like, now I don't yeah. think it's, like, it's it's not that bad at all. But um, the last one I'm going to go with, and, again, you know, I'm wrestling, so I'm going with uh, Kaz Sakuraba. Oh, oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. One, one fight in the UFC. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh... I had the one fight. I did look it up. I was like, <laughs> I don't think this is. Oh, he did have one. <laughs> He's a legend. Yeah. yeah. Nice loophole. Yeah. Right. Hey, about that Brock loophole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, uh, he fought, um, 
uh, who did he fight? Um, but they, I, I was looking it up, and they said he was like the first one to actually take or uh, to beat Gracie. So yeah, well, he, you know, he, fought oh. he was Royce. called the Gracie, uh, the Gracie Hunter. Yeah, he, he yeah. fought Royce for ninety minutes. <laughs> ninety minutes he fought Royce Gracie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Those old roles are crazy, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just that note, like fifteen minute rounds. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All right, man. What do you got for your three honorables? Three. Um, you know, I mean, he's not in the top ten of all time or anything, but uh, one of my favorite light heavyweights has got to be um, uh, Gustafsson. He's um, okay. Yeah, he's. I, I think I think he's slightly underrated. I mean, even though John Jones didn't really train and stuff, he still was the greatest. And um, you know, for him to take John down multiple times, yeah, yeah, I that's mean, a big he, deal. Yeah, he I mean he really he he out of everybody i think took john the furthest so far uh you know with the asterisks that are with that fight sadly i would love to see a second one we'll probably never see it but um and then after that um hmm see a lot of my guys are already on the list that i'd like to pick um I, you know for for i'm gonna go heavyweight and go with mark hunt just a legend okay a guy that's been in pride um he's been all over the place just destroying people came to ufc fought in ufc um if his name was Mike, that would be a really graphic name. Yeah, right. Well, it actually, it's actually pronounced Mark Gunt. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's Cunt. It's, it's, it's that dude's got some hands. <laughs> that dude's got yeah, some Mark hands Gunt. on his ass. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm going to go with Tony Ferguson. I think Tony oh, Ferguson. Um, okay. He's another, he's another guy that, I, I you know, I hate the whole – this whole sunglass thing is just so fucking retarded. The guy wearing his sunglasses all the time inside. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> it just screams douche. But at the end of the day, he's got the skill. He's a he's a nasty. He's dude. awesome. Yeah, and, and honestly, El Kakui. Oh yeah, you know. And after seeing him fight, um, you know, and after seeing uh, Khabib, I really think he'd give Khabib a run for his money. And, and if not, I think he'd defeat him in like within three rounds. Just what Khabib's stand-up isn't there. His ground game obviously is. But after seeing, um, uh, what was his name? Uh, the last fight Khabib just got. It was, yeah, yeah, um, Shit, you know his name? I'm blanking right yeah, now. But yeah, yeah I'm he... blanking too. Uh, shit. But anyway, yeah, after seeing, oh, I wish I could remember his name. But his stand-up wasn't that great. And uh, a lot of people are thinking now that either Connor or Tony would, would probably take that from him. So, Well, I think we're going to get Connor Khabib. Um in Russia, and that's going to be a massive fight. I do think that's going to happen. Yeah, let's keep our fingers um, crossed for that one. I'm hoping. We need to see Connor back. Um, all right. Uh, man, you know, I got to take Tito. Um, I would have taken him uh, at the fifth spot, but we talked oh, about him with Ken Shamrock. So uh, Tito is really the reason I got him to MMA. So um, he doesn't necessarily – at the time, he was one of my favorites. He's not now, but that's just because of what's happened since a long yeah. time ago. But, like, if I look back on how I felt about Tito when I first got into MMA, he's what got me into MMA. So, uh, Tito, um, next one I'm going to go with is um, uh, Forrest Griffin. Um, that's another pivotal moment in UFC history, his fight with Stefan Bonner. Uh, literally, ultimate fighter. That's what saved the UFC company is that fight. Literally, I know, people will talk about like calling people in between rounds and saying, Hey, you got to turn on Spike TV right now. 
this fight is crazy. And I can tell you for a fact, I literally did that to like two different people, picked up the phone and told them to, to, uh, put on Spike TV. This fight is insane. Um, so man, and this is where it gets tough. I got like a ton of others I want to pick, but I have to pick one of the Diaz brothers. Um, uh, Nick or Nate, Nick or Nate. Uh, I'll take Nick. Got it. I was going to say, you got to go Nick. More I'll take Nick. Um, yeah. yeah, I saw him fight in Strike Force, which was unbelievable. But Nick Diaz, uh, he's just so much fun. He, he talks so much shit, um, like inside of the octagon while he's fighting. Him and his brother both do it. Um, but I like, like they're just guys. good for the sport. Yeah. yeah. I, I like, uh, I like his last suspension because they said, uh, he, you know, he just, they both are just big stoner, right? You know? Yes. And they said that like, you know, like, cause they have the post fight, like they do it like what? It's like five minutes or 10 minutes after the fight, they do another, uh, doping test. And they said like his post (laughs) thing, it was so fucking high with THC. Like it was insane. The fucking test turned green. Yeah. They said they they had to be high during the fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's not performance enhancing. They didn't even have, they didn't even have the right test. They had him pee on a pregnancy (laughs) test and just a week later showed up. (laughs) I'm so angry that we've lost so much of like, you know, Nick Diaz because of weed. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous that, um, you know, we're, we're suspending dudes and stuff like that for weed when, when technically, you know, weed is good for these guys' brain injuries as opposed to, yeah. you know, like pills and stuff like that. So same thing goes for NFL, but like, especially in fighting too, like, this is a good way for these guys to actually, kind of hinder some of the brain injury that could potentially happen. Um, so like, yeah, this whole bullshit with, with weed and, and, you know, being suspended for that, that shouldn't happen. Yeah. I've heard that word. Like it doesn't cause the, like the, what is it? It's like the, the proteins or whatever it is. Like they harden, like they, uh, like I forget what they call it, but like, it basically like it's it's the things that cause CTE. It doesn't cause like it doesn't yeah. allow them to form. Helps prevent it. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, exactly. Like, so like, let's stop suspending some of our our best fighters because of weed. Yeah. Like that's ridiculous. Something that can naturally help them. Yeah. Well, yeah. just like the anti-inflammatory properties of marijuana compared to you know uh, ibuprofen and stuff. Ibuprofen actually yeah, yeah. can cause cirrhosis of the liver. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bad kidney damage. Oh, that where a pot has been proven not to cause any of the any of those situations to happen. You yeah. know, like, and, and it's a really good anti-inflammatory. Yeah, there's for your knees. There's a there's a I I love the show, but it, it's it, it lives up to his name. There's a show. It was on like TLC or something, but it's called Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, and, yeah, and yeah. one of the episodes he talks about Tylenol and how like yeah, it was called like you're you should not take more than like two maybe three a day that's yeah. how bad for they like tylenol is and then they like they found this out they didn't change their recipe or whatever you call it their chemistry all they did was put a label on it yeah, yeah. like but like it is like that uh acetaminophen 
is so fucking bad for you. Like, people and, don't realize it. And actually, uh, extended use of Tylenol yeah. or ibuprofen can actually cause the pain yeah. instead of prevent it. Yep. Uh, there's, there's actually That's right. Cases. We're doctors here. <laughs> Those <laughs> are facts. Well, like this, I've actually, um, listening to like a lot of, uh, um, you know, medical physicians and everything. Actually, when I got my motorcycle accident, I was actually told not to take ibuprofen. I was told not to take Tylenol. Um, wow. Yeah, because it can actually cause more pain than it's actually helping with. Um, yeah. When uh, they told me two to three a day, like like uh, Drew was saying, um, for the first week. After that first week, I don't want you taking any more. And um, after talking with him, why? Um, he's actually had cases. Uh, this is a neurologist I'm talking about, where he's actually had guys come in and say, "Hey, it's a month and a half later. I'm still in a lot of pain. Um, you know, my back's still hurting from the accident. With you know, my head still hurts. I'm still getting headaches." And he tells them, you know, he asks them, hey, are you still taking Tylenol or ibuprofen? And sure enough, they were in this. And literally within days of them stopping, they were out of pain. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's hmm. yeah. Yeah. just one of those interesting. So, facts. yeah, shout out to Nick Diaz. Smoke yeah. that weed. Get those fights. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, those are our uh, those are our squads of fighters. Some some big names left off, um, you know, available for another another pod. But uh, yeah, yeah it's 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 fight week. Uh, real quick, I'm not gonna uh, let's not necessarily break it all down. But there's a big fight, uh, UFC 225 um, this week. And uh, real quick, I want to read off the card and uh, get some quick predictions. Um, James, uh, I'm especially interested in yours. <laughs> hey man, he's the, the local he's expert. pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna, I know, I'm I know. That's why I'm blindly. saying it. Yeah, so we've got uh oh where is the card? It'd be helpful if I had the card up and ready, right? I could probably get the card right here. Uh, yeah. It's actually in my opinion a really underrated card. I, I think it's like, yeah. people people were saying they were really excited for it, now people are judging it. Yeah, I think it's actually a really good card. Uh, that one right there, yeah. Man, where is it? Okay. I am awesome at this. You got, uh, do you want to start at the top no, or the bottom? Start, just bottom. The main card. Do you want to start with the main card, or are we going to go all the way from the fight pass on? No, nah, probably just the main card. There's okay. a couple good fights so on the got, on that one. You got Orokosaki versus Roundtree Jr. Oh, Khalil Go-Kong. Roundtree Jr. Yeah, and I'm going Roundtree Jr. Well, Orokosaki yeah. is the shredder who fights the Ninja Turtles. So, <laughs> so you're going with him. <laughs> I'm going with Drew, Ar- who you got? Uh, Roundtree. I got a nice. I got Gokan. I think Gokan's a monster. All right, all yeah. right. Orokosaki. Okay, the second, the next. Andy, what do you got? Uh, I got Roundtree. Okay, that's my guy, though. I'm, I love him. Next one, we have Chelsea Handler versus uh, Jerome Pettis. <laughs> 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 Michael Chiesa versus Anthony Showtime Pettis. There you go. This is an interesting ass fight. Yeah, underrated. Yes, um, man. You know, you always want to take Pettis because you think he's going to get back to that that form of uh, Showtime. Get back on. But the I'm going to go Kiesa here for the upset. I'm going to go Kiesa for the upset. Yeah, I was going to pick yeah. Chelsea Handler too. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Jerome Pettis. I, I always like that guy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kiesa. <laughs> wow. Okay, I thought Submission. you were going to go Pettis. No. <laughs> I think he's going to submit him. All right. The next one is uh, in. Oh, this is going to be good. Inganau <laughs> versus Lewis. 
<laughs> All right, so we got Francis, Francis Ngannou. We got Francis Ngannou versus uh, Derek Lewis, the Black Beast. I'm going the Black Beast. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I always go with the Black Beast. Anytime, <laughs> anytime the Black Beast is an option, that's what I go with. So. This guy is hilarious, by the way. Dude, yeah. best, you should best, definitely check out his Instagram game. I was going to say, best Instagram account on Instagram, hands down. Yep. He's got the All funniest right. videos. All He's right. amazing. I got I got Francis, though. I got Francis Gano. Okay. Or Francis Ngannou. Now he's going to say Gano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. First right. round knockout. Oh, James, your fighter, one of your picks is uh, up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite dude, Max Holloway, uh, versus uh, Ortega Ortiz. So. <laughs> Brian Ortega. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this I'm going is going to be the fight of the night. I'm going with my boy Max. He's Maximum Holloway. He's the most. Right. He's the most Holloway you can be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the sleeper here. I'm gonna go Ortega. All right, all right. I got a. I think I'm I'm gonna go Holloway. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, ta- I'm yeah. taking it to the max. You got to go maximum Holloway. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, and for your final for the final fight, you got Michael Stipe versus. Uh, <laughs> versus old Danny, old Danny McCormeray. So, <laughs> so we got Stipe Biocic versus Daniel Cormier. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, you keep repeating everything I said. <laughs> I'm just the people might not have heard you the first okay, time. Okay, yeah, um, I'm gonna go with uh, Michael Stipe. I like that guy. REM, you know. Here all right, yeah. yeah. Drew, Michael Stipe. No, Steepy, All right. What do you think, Matt? Matt? What you got? Two scoops. <laughs> I got to go with my boy Steepy. I think I think he's gonna take it. I think he's gonna take. You it. know, th- it it feels wrong to clean sweep Daniel Cormier, and Steepy's my guy. But I'm gonna take Daniel Cormier just so that we gave him a vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible the way. Old pity vote. It's a horrible way to do business. <laughs> Yeah, it is. But well, I mean, I understand. He's our, like, it's our, it's already a clear win in one direction. So you know, at least, yeah. Give him only, that. only problem I have is I think this is too soon after the after the John Jones knockout. You know, I mean, I, I mean, granted he had a fight in between, but I, with Steep A's power, you know, I just, yeah, I have a feeling there's, I think there's gonna be a knockout in this one. I don't think it's gonna be Steep A. Yeah, I mean, I think Steep A's gonna win, but I'm taking Daniel Cormier. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, all right, know, James. We've done, we've done it. We have selected our teams of top five UFC fighters of all time. <laughs> so, number one for James's team that no one is going to agree with. Number one, Conor McGregor. Number two, Chuck the Little Liddell. Number three, Matt John Cena Hughes. <laughs> Number four, Robert the Reaper Whitaker. Or the Raper. The, or the Raper on his off time. Reaper. Hopefully the just the Reaper. Hopefully. <laughs> Reaper in the ring, Raper in the streets, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and number five. I don't five, know what one does but when you reap somebody, but all right. Number five, Ken, the world's most dangerous man. Only one person can have that name, Shamrock. <laughs> Okay, and for Drew's team of UFC greatest of all time, number one, GSP George St. Pierre. Number two, Dan Henderson. Number three, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. Number four, Chael Sonnen. Wait, wait, you gotta say Chael. 
P. P. Sonnet. P. American gangster. Sonnet. And give us a Paul Heyman one for number five. And number five, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> okay. And for uh, Matt's team of greatest UFC fighters of all time, number one, John Jones. Number two, Michael Stipe. <laughs> Stipe Miocevic. Number three, <laughs> number three, BJ the Prodigy Pin. Number four, Randy the Natural Potor. Get his handbags. He needs he needs help. Number five, Frank Yedger. Is that right? Frank, it's Frank Yedger. 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 No, yeah. Edgar. Frank Edgar. Yeah, Frank okay. Edgar. Yeah, okay. Frank E. Edger. Got it. And for Andy's, see? You know, you got the wrong guy reading these names. And for Andy's team of greatest UFC people, fighters of all time, greatest UFC crew, film crew of all time, number one, no, I'm just, Anderson Silva, the spider, number two, Demetrius Johnson, the mighty mouse, number three, Rolls Hoist Gracie, number four, Jose Jose, Aldo Lil Tunchi. And number five, <laughs> Daniel Cormier. DC. Uh, good 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 job, guys. Yeah, think, that was uh, a good one. You know, if you guys want to rate like the quality of this podcast, just look at Matt and Andy's teams. And then if uh you know, Drew's can probably be in there too. But just don't worry about mine. <laughs> You know, <laughs> well, this just no, you thing. did good, man. You did yeah. good. Yeah. I tried a hey. little, man. <laughs> you know, have me fucking, have me fucking draft comedians. Have me draft movies directors. Have me draft, fuck. You know, put me on something I know. You know, but yeah, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. I think he did really well on this one. I kind of would like to uh, add drop Rampage Jackson for Robert Whitaker. Oh well, that would have been a better. Pick. We can't do ad drop, so yeah. Does anybody want to add drop? I think I, I, I would like to add drop. I, I, you know who I really like was Shogun. Well, well, you have but, to add drop only from yeah. what we have. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, from oh, you have okay. to use your honorables for ad drop. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. And you don't want to say who you're ad dropping because someone else can add drop in yeah, front of you would and have steal to, the yeah. guy you're I, thinking about. I'm actually gonna just lock in because I really don't care that much. But just know, okay. know in your hearts and in your minds that I wish Robert Whitaker was rampage. I was just, I was faltering. You can, you can do it. You can I was faltering it. at that moment. I didn't know what to do, so I just looked at the first thing and I picked it. <laughs> so, all right. But I'm happy with that. I'm fine with that, as long as you guys are. Yeah, we're locked in. All right, everybody. Yep, I'm cool. Matt. Yeah. Thanks a lot for coming. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, uh, and if when you if you come back later this year, you still have your steel card, right? True, I know, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. You stole from Andy without even having to use the steel card right? twice. <laughs> Freaking so, two scoops. If there's, if there's one person I would have stole, it probably would have been Anderson Silva on my list somewhere. I probably would have stole him, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming, and uh, uh, it was a good show. And I don't think I would have stolen anybody from your list. Okay. You sure you don't want to I can replace maybe, him. Maybe the, the world's most dangerous man, only because there's only one guy that can have that title. But. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want Matt John Cena Hughes? No, I just. John Cena, the only problem is I can't see him. <laughs> and with that, Drew. Stay cool. <laughs>